0: Welcome to the Save Room, your safe haven for gaming news and discussion. I am Kevin. And I am Daniel. And this is episode number 14. Indeed. I like it. So I got a little table of contents for you today. Mm -hmm. So one, we're going to bullshit. Of course. Two, we're going to get into some of the news. Mm -hmm. Three. New news. (laughs) New news for all of us. Uh, Three, we're going to shut it off. (laughs) We're gonna we're gonna tear down the house because today is January twelfth uh, at the time of this recording and it's gonna be the big Nintendo presser in New York. Ba, 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 ba. <laughs> and we're gonna watch the live stream. It's at eleven p.m. East Coast for us, mm-hmm. which I guess they try to schedule it where it's this thing where people in the morning time in Japan can watch it mm-hmm. <laughs> while we get it late. No- whatever.
1: Yeah, they don't give a shit. They don't they don't care about us. Okay. They need to. They need to care about their North American market.
0: Absolutely. We're we're the only thriving market for video games, isn't that right? Was well, that in Sweden?
1: That's true. <laughs> only Sweden. <laughs>
0: and only with The Witcher. No one else likes <laughs> games. Anyway, um, I any last minute uh, predictions you have for the Switcher Switcheroo, the NX?
1: There you go. Think about it. I think the price point's probably going to be three hundred. Think they'll
0: hit it at three hundred. I think the magical mark. Mm-hmm. I think three hundred too. Mm-hmm. I agree with that. I think if they hit two fifty. That's going to blow minds. And that pre-order is going to be gone. Okay? So. um, But hopefully they do a better job with allocations than they did with the NES. But NES was like supposed to be a novelty Mm -hmm. boutique a Everything's a tonight. I'm sorry. Yeah. Whereas I think they're Um, actually
1: going to like manufacture and ship a decent amount of these. They want it it in people's houses? Yeah. They better.
0: Absolutely. Especially
1: with how poorly the Wii U did. Like they need to have a successful console at this point.
0: Right, I think that's one thing nobody's really talking about. Tonight is um, the Viking funeral for the Wii U, for all twelve of you out there that have a <laughs> Wii U. This is it. Say goodbye. Bye bye. F- fucking light it a flame. Get it the fu- Actually, I-, I tweeted out earlier today uh, at Kevin Apocalypse, um, that I wouldn't be surprised or begrudge Nintendo if they canceled the Wii U version of Breath of the Wild. Hmm. Go ahead, honestly. Would, why wouldn't you want to push it on your new console? Why wouldn't you want it to be, like, the destination spot for the new Zelda? You know, I, I think for me, from a business standpoint, mm-hmm. that just ups the perceived value, because especially since you don't have a huge install base on the Wii U. No. Why, you know, it's why like are you ten people. It? it really is just, like, a good faith uh, move at that point. And, yeah, I, I would credit them for that. It's a good faith move for the people that did support the Wii U and truck through the storm.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: It's not like when they, um, back in the day when the Wii came out and they came out with, um, <clears throat> Twilight Princess. Right. They released a shit ton of copies for the GameCube as well. And that's when, mm-hmm. like, the GameCube was still putting out games and they were still, like, supporting it and it hadn't quite died at that point.
0: No, yeah. That, um, I, I think that's a little so bit So I think that was smarter situation.
1: for them. But this, it's like, yeah, no, I think you should just sever that limb. Yeah. You've already announced you're going to end production. You're already, like, going all in with this. So support it. You, right. If you put the faith in it, we'll have more faith in it ourselves. But
0: we'll find out tonight. Mm-hmm. Uh, like I said, we're gonna cut off off, stream, stream, fuck this, podcast, we're gonna cut it off, we're gonna go watch it, we're gonna beat mm-hmm. off, we're gonna come back, and tonight's topic will be the Nintendo Switch conference event thing.
1: Okay. What Do you have any last minute predictions? Like, I know we already have an idea of games that are gonna announce for sure. Now I'm, I'm along for the
0: ride at this point. Yeah, you don't care. I'm done
1: predicting. Okay, I cool. wanna see what the fuck it is. Um,
0: what have you been up to lately? Because I was gone for a week. You were gone. I was gone. I was in... I was Betsy, Sarasota. No, I was in Sacramento.
1: I always forget where you go. You tell mm-hmm. me before you leave, and then you're on the trip, and somebody's like, "Hey, where's Kevin?" I'm like, "He's somewhere." Trust me, if He's you globe if you
0: went to Sacramento, you would forget that you were in Sacramento too. Okay, it is not a. <laughs> it's I mean, not a it's, standout place in California. It's
1: not ricearoni, the Sacramento treat. No. So, like, th- yeah. I'm gonna stop you for a second there. What?
0: <laughs> <laughs> what, what does that mean? <laughs> Rice Haroni,
1: it's like it's the San Francisco treat. Like that's how they like advertise that rice brand, I guess. R- uh, but they're they did not even give it to Sacramento.
0: Well, that's news to me. Okay. Well, that's news to me, and I'm gonna investigate this. Okay. Okay? I'm, gonna, I'm uh, sure
1: they have like one sports team that's worth following. Sacramento? Yeah.
0: Is it like a volleyball team? I don't Probably. know. Probably. What, whatever. Uh, but it was rainy as shit the entire weekend. Okay. I did a SAC anime and you know how much I love um your anime conventions? Uh, teenagers and Anime. <laughs> are my two favorite sub. How many furries did you see? It was actually a small number. It oh. always is a small number of furries. There's, there's not like a, a, a gaggle of them. Or <laughs> I like to say a murder of furries.
1: <laughs> is that the, the quantitative <laughs> count from yes. A murder? A murder of furries. Because I get fl- angry
0: when I see them.
1: Okay. You understand me? I like the term a fluff. Oh. A fluff of furries. I, I do not. Because it doesn't sit well in the mouth. Uh, I bet it doesn't. <laughs> you a bunch of cotton balls that you just want to get out. A fluff of furries.
0: Uh, no, it was it was... It was Fine, a little okay. bit dull. The weather kind of fucked up a lot of things. I was soaking rain. Mm-hmm. Um, I saw Mr. David Eddings of Gearbox fame. Nice. He's the VP of marketing? Sure, I don't know. Sorry, Dave. Uh, but he also is the voice of Claptrap, and that's how everyone else knows yeah. him. That annoying fucking robot. Um, <laughs>
1: but I like that you're so, like, cool with this dude that you text each other and you just hang out whenever you happen to be in the same town.
0: Very minimally. I mean, I, I set up on the Thursday, Fluent set up. And I came back the next day to finish up because I didn't finish. Because mm-hmm. I was like, fuck this. I want to go fucking lay in my hotel, uh, beat off, and maybe watch some Shameless. Okay. I'm really getting into that. It's a great, it's a great show. show. It's a fucking great show. You're
1: in season two right now, right? Season two right now. Dude, I'm It's a fucking great show. Um, There's like six? Like, yeah. How did I not it's the show? It's still airing.
0: What? Yeah. <laughs> it's amazing. It's phenomenal.
1: I, love it. I remember oh, watching. And you're like, job. I can't get into this because of my dad or something. You're like, my dad watches this. Yeah, I was like,
0: shameless. my dad really enjoys this, and I can't. And then, like, I see it, I'm like, what the fuck? Why it's my like my just great
1: dark comedy. It really is. And I like watching that dysfunctional family unit. He, he's a
0: sard- a sardonic sort of dude for sure. So th- that's up his. Okay, so leg. you're beating off the
1: Shameless you're <clears throat> in your hotel room. Beating
0: off the Shameless. That main chick is so. I know. Oh my, my gosh. god. Holy
1: shit. Fuck.
0: And then Karen. Season one, Karen. It's great. Uh, that's besides the point. Uh, I get to the booth on Friday morning, and like Dave's card is just like thrown on the floor. And I text him like, "Dave, did you uh, did you, did you come by the booth, or <laughs> or is someone trying to like t- tell me <laughs> that you're kidnapped?" It's like his, or... his bat signal. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He's like, "I oh, just wanted to let you know I was here." And, yeah, um, we didn't hang out extensively. I saw him on Saturday night. Mm-hmm. I went to one of his panels, and it was like an after hours panel. Can't really talk about it, apparently because. Like, him and Damian Clark did it. Damian Clark plays Handsome Jack. Okay. He's also Cell from Dragon Ball Z. Hmm. You believe that shit? It's weird. Um, oh, I got a notification. Hang on, I'll be back. No, I'm kidding.
1: Uh, I think Brandon Foreman's online. Oh, never mind.
0: I'm here. Cool guy. Anyway, cool guy. <laughs> the Denver guy now. Um, and they tell you right away, like, you can't film this. Mm-hmm. And, like, Damian's just like, you can't fucking film this. Like, <laughs> fucking Damn, pointing Damian. out people with their fucking phones up. Like, don't. And, yeah, they, they talk about some raunchy shit. One thing that gets me about it is uh, these two people who are in the industry, one's a, a notable voice actor, the other one is in game development at mm-hmm. a very reputable studio, and all that people want to ask is, do you eat ass? <laughs> like, I'm not even fucking kidding you. <laughs> these fucking weebs want to know if, like, a 40-year-old man eats ass, a man who plays a, a, a fucking claptrap... <laughs> And do you
1: use the voice when you do it, too? Right.
0: Like, that's all they want to hear about. Like, story, like, how many threesomes have you been in? Yeah. And if you could have sex with another voice actor in the
1: Borderlands
0: <laughs> cast,
1: who would it be? How many times have you sucked Randy Pitchford off? Like, he needs to know these things. And I'm
0: just... Is this... Is this the important information... Whatever. Fuck it. What, what do you expect?
1: Right. <laughs> and, uh... The... the sort of people who play Borderlands, you know? Well, I
0: think specifically the, these anime kids, these sack anime kids, where I like to call them anime sackers. Um... They're a different ilk, mm-hmm. but otherwise it was an unremarkable weekend. Okay. So oh, one little plug. Saw so my good friend, Amy King. Uh, I follow she, her on Twitter. Yeah, yeah. She she's good, cool. She's a good good good, uh, good person. <laughs> her and her sister Kay, we we hung out, had some drinks, mm-hmm. um, gabbed up a storm. Uh, she's working on some new art. Um, I don't know how to plug her. I know she uh, has a comic called harlow is vanishing or the vanishing of harlow or mm-hmm. something like that i'm so sorry that i'm butchering it but that's a terrible plug right well the thing is it's hard to plug on a bad. podcast
1: that nobody listens to exactly well also, so i'm sure it's probably just her i told her to listen to this podcast. cool because oh, you were going to do the plug yeah i yeah. anticipatory
0: yeah i know exactly Good we have we have an interactive audience i think we lost one i think josh vargas doesn't listen to us anymore. really yeah maybe we trash blizzard too much i don't know
1: weird yeah. Jay Vargs, come back to us. Come on, Jay Vargs.
0: Come on. You don't even comment no more. What the fuck? Uh-huh.
1: No, I think he still listens. But it was a fine weekend. Cool. What have you been up to? Um, I'm getting over being sick. I got a really uh. bad ear infection, which I haven't gotten since I was like eight. No shit. Even earlier, actually. I think like I was six when I got my last one. Oh, I used fun. I used to get so many ear infections when mm. I was little that like I actually had to get like, tubes in my ears. This whole thing to like do the excess drainage of all the fluid. Like catheters for your ears. Catheters for my ears, yeah. Oh. So I remember like being like six and then seven, like having these catheters in my ears and playing like Clay Fighter sixty four. I think <laughs> hey, they called it like yeah. I think it was like Clay Fighter sixty three and, and a half. So that's actually. what they called it back then. But fucking great. I have like game. great memories of that back in the day. So this came out of nowhere. Um, and it might be because there's shit flying around at work between the headsets and it just everybody being sick. Um and yeah, so I've been fighting that off, and today's like the first day where it just hasn't felt weird. Like I'm not hearing through like a mm-hmm. wall of water. Um, so that's been great. What? Exactly.
2: <laughs>
1: so yeah, I've been uh, getting over that. Um, but still, you know, I've um, forged on while you're gone. I um, played some games. As I, I like do. That. Uh, I think I might have played extensively more games than you did while you're away. Um, I just watched Shameless, dude. Like, right. I didn't.
0: I didn't really play that many games. I no, didn't no I didn't see you, you play effect. a single fucking thing no i was so fucking wiped
1: i think i saw you on festival Estivus once <laughs> yeah once um, literally
0: just once um it it, it takes a lot of out of you to set up a 10 by 20 booth by yourself and then I'm sure. do the whole weekend like there's some days i didn't eat like i didn't get to eat Damn, i didn't be- have time to yeah
1: get. i saw your tweets so like somebody come by and feed me <laughs> yeah like seriously i was just like, fucking
0: what? just feed me dude I, i'm Damn. dying right now i mean it
1: was even rough when we ran that booth by ourselves that one year and um and we had to like just find moments to go get food it was, it was rough
0: you're just surrounded by shirts and you start to lose it a little bit mm-hmm.
1: they dehydrate you
0: they dehydrate you and they take a little bit of you mm-hmm. but you know those 21 grams that you're supposed to lose when you die when I die it's gonna be like more like 17 <laughs> I think the shirts are taking They're gonna take my part four. of my soul <laughs> That's
1: <was laughs> a consolation for every parse. year that
0: I've worked at this company <laughs> Fuck. It's going to keep on whittling down, my <laughs> Shirt Souls <all> 4. <laughs> uh, the shirts take a big, big piece out of you. Now, I do want to talk to you about uh, one thing there, guy.
1: Well, I didn't talk about what I was doing this weekend. The gaming. Yeah.
0: Well, I want to hear about Last Guardian.
1: Well, I'll get into that. I want to say... Oh, you got some other things. I, yeah, there. I oh. want to say this because as of the last episode, the Game of the Year episode, I had maybe gotten two trophies away from the Platinum for Final Fantasy XV, okay. and then you, while you were gone, I did it. Yeah. I did it. It was good. I got that last one. Did like on me clapping or me beating off? Uh, you're doing both. You're beating off and clapping on my dick at the same time. Um, it was a great feat. It felt well earned. Uh, it, maybe it's because it was a time consuming one. By the mm-hmm. end I was like, you know what? I put in the time for this. wasn't like a particularly challenging trophy.
0: No, to no. Get, it's, or a it's, a, again, it's a time sink. That's yeah. It.
1: Much like most of the Final Fantasy ones. Like You're going to get all those trophies at some point if you just like extensively play the game. Um, but yeah, by the end of it, uh, I felt like it worked for it. I didn't get like a, a stupid one at the end. It wasn't like completed your 80th side quest or, you know, did whatever, whatever. It's like my second to last one was defeat the Adamantos, which was honestly, it was just an underwhelmingly long fight. It was a chore. It was a chore.
0: It wasn't a dynamic fight. It used. wasn't hard.
1: No. Um, I went in with, like, enough potions. I had, like, these things that basically, like, allow you to use magic without expelling um, mm-hmm. MP. And I had a bunch of other things that I brought. in. like, I sat at a campfire the night before. I ate this, like, fucking Jabberwock meat that boosted my attack by, like, yeah. 700 and my health by fucking 3000. Fucking T-Rex meat. So I went in, and it was awesome. Um, but I gotta say, that was the third attempt. The first two times I tried it, it glitched out on me really hard. I you think I showed you the one. You were so sad. Like, the first time I was in it, my, my party, I don't know where they were. I was like, I feel like I should be fighting this thing with my guys and they were nowhere. I would hear them and I wouldn't see them. And then I came around, like, to where they were at some point and they were just, like, floating in the air. So, like, I guess there was a, sho- like a seismic shockwave that threw them up and they never came back down. <laughs> and I'm
2: like... Oh. so it was
1: bad so I was like you know whatever I'll restart video game and problems. the second time it was like it was the mm-hmm. night you, you left uh, for Sacramento yeah Um, I was like cool I'm gonna start this you're like you're gonna be done by the time I leave and I'm like okay cool whatever I'll see you out to this and I got maybe halfway through it, I got the, the health to about halfway and then the Adamantos went back into its shell and restarted the fight <laughs> and I was like are you fucking kidding me? I was sitting there for like an hour, an hour and a half at that point. It was ridiculous. Well, you got out of the zone, right? Like no, the, I, I went, the zone is everywhere. The oh, thing, he just said, fuck you. He just said, he was like, I'm tired of this fight. He was
2: like, no, he's I'm like, not it's really late. about this.
1: He's like, I gotta go to bed. I gotta yeah. drive Kevin to the airport in the morning. So it's like, I'm gonna go to bed. <laughs> Twice I'm he's on his like, I have back. more allegiance to him. <laughs> so the next day I did it. And um, yeah. it wasn't particularly grueling. It was just long. But by then I was like, thank fucking God.
0: I, I gotta give you credit because I, I probably would have done the same thing. Yeah. Um, uh, which is like I wouldn't been deterred. Mm-hmm. I came that far. I came for a plat. Yeah, I'm not gonna let you fucking take this away from me no. because the game's being Bethesda-ish. Yeah, right. You know, so fuck, fuck, fuck,
1: adamant toys,
0: fuck. Fuck floating team, <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> disembodied body like
1: half of yeah. Gladio was like down in the sand. Like I was looking at a torso and a disembodied <laughs> head. I was like, "Hey buddy, you okay? How's that survival skill treating you?"
0: Yeah, I remember taking that one on pretty early in the end game too. You did because I was just like, "I need to get this out of the fucking way." Yeah, right.
1: that was my my second to last one. It sounds like a big frustration,
0: but like I had the most anticlimactic like, ending you trophy, did. which is, like, I'm running around. <laughs> yeah, the last
1: one was the survival skill one. Yeah, game.
0: and, like, it's literally, like, me cashing it in at a trailer. <laughs> like, that's it. <laughs> oh, Your platinum is
1: you at a trailer. Pretty much. And I'm like, Whereas well, my platinum, like, terrible. is me, like, holding a royal arm and looking awesome. Fucking great. That was cool. That was great. So that was something I did while you were away. And then the second thing that I did, which I, I'm on my second playthrough of it right now, mm-hmm. um, I beat The Last Guardian. And I gotta say, I really enjoyed it. Game of the again. Year? You know, it's up there on my list for sure. And it really, really bums me out because I hear the game isn't selling well. There's been a lot of really, like, bad backlash against it. People, like, are just kind of hating on it. And but I feel it, like it
0: didn't it didn't crack the top 20 for no. the month
1: of December, right? It didn't. God damn, yeah. dude. For a game that came out in, like, the beginning of the month that was really anticipated. But... For a game that
0: some people swear by, too. Yeah. To be honest with you. Like, some people are like, I don't
1: give a shit if it's bad. I'm going to play it anyway. It is a Team uh, Eco? Team Eco. I guess they go by Project Gen now, though. <laughs> <sighs> yeah, they changed the name and everything.
0: Betrayers.
1: So, and yeah, it sucks because I know there are a lot of detractors and I feel like people just wanted to hate this game. They wanted it to I, fail.
0: I agree. I'm um, so I agree.
1: And you know, maybe I'm on the opposite side of the fence where I wanted it to be good. I wanted it to succeed. So maybe I put more stock in it. But right. you know, I'm able to see it for like the faults it had and I enjoy it despite those faults. So. I can
0: see that. I, I've, I've definitely been there with uh, quite a few games. Mm-hmm. I mean... I'm a Resident Evil fan. Exactly,
2: like, duh.
1: <laughs> you know, like Part Six, I fucking platinum that game. You did. I was and looking at your trophy list like last night. I was like, I can't believe you platinum that
0: on PS Three. Yeah.
1: I, I,
0: I don't know if I have the tolerance to go back and platinum it on a PS Four. Mm-hmm. I might. I don't, know. I, I don't know. I don't know.
2: I don't know. I don't
0: know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> but no, I, I, I totally agree. Like, I've been there before where it's like, dude, I enjoy this game. I mm-hmm. find some merit. And it's not that the reviews are really bad about no. that game. They Most just, of the
1: reviews are really good. They just
0: pointed out its flaws. Just mm-hmm. very honestly pointed out the flaws, which is the controls are not the best. They're very antiquated. Mm-hmm. And um, some of the puzzle design is just frustrating, just because, like, you know, what, what's it? Trico? The Trico, yeah.
2: Trico! Trico!
0: That's Uh, all I hear when I walk by your fucking room. You hear that?
1: You hear this fucking growling from this, like, ugly feathered beast. Fucking goblin dog. (laughs) What the shit is
0: that? I walked by earlier today, and, like, you were trying to do a puzzle. Mm -hmm. And I could immediately see, like, oh, I'm going to get frustrated with this fucking game. Because you were, like, trying to, to, like, move from a platform, but when he jumped down, Mm -hmm. he instantly murdered you. (laughs) And then he jumped away. The whole,
1: like, the... the... (laughs) The platform started to collapse, and then yeah. they jump ship. But I was supposed to be on him at that point. Okay. And then I was like, "Oh well, bye." And then I just restarted because I'm trying to get one of the trophies for not dying. Listen, I gotta say, he really didn't seem to give a shit. He didn't give a fuck for the the bond we forged over the last right. like eight hours on this replay. Like nothing. Nothing. He yeah. he felt nothing. He just <laughs> looked at you with his
0: hollow fucking demon eyes, and just laughed.
2: <laughs> <laughs> now, I,
1: so I, okay, I will say mechanically, I've played yeah. worse games. Like it is not always the most worse game. Mechanically um, let's see. Shadow of the Colossus. Good one. Uh Heavy Rain wasn't the most mechanically sound game. Katamari wasn't the best <sighs> game mechanically like but these are games okay. <laughs> well, so yeah, me- actually, mechanically <laughs> they're not Why can't great. it just go forward? They're in not Katamari. Great, but know? like yeah. those are they're not necessarily a gameplay first games, like they're story and experience games first, mm-hmm. and then like mm-hmm. the gameplay. Like, yeah, it's a, a strong second, but like they lack in a lot of ways that like you know more modern games mm-hmm. excel at. You know,
2: mm-hmm.
1: so it, yeah, it's stuck in this antiquated age where like it really pines on like PS2 mechanics and this and that. But like in a lot of ways, it plays better than it, its predecessors. Yeah, you know, like, like a pompadour going
0: on, it's do really I? Nice. That? That's, I I like, don't have any to, wax in here. I'm trying I
1: to keep my shit fluff, but it doesn't really. I need to get a little longer. Look at you. Oh, so, we have about like the same length there now.
0: He was a little thicker.
1: So, I gotta, like, Shadow of the Colossus. You got a thicker one, Daniel. I do. Mm -hmm. Mm. Mm -hmm, Definitely. Whip out that hair. God damn it. So, (laughs) so Shadow of the Colossus was probably one of the more frustrating games I've ever played. You never finished it, because... No, I
0: fucking was mad at how exactly. it played. Like, I, I, like,
1: mechanically, it sucked.
0: And to be fair, like, I was, ju- I just uh, jumped off a game that was actually inspired by it, mm-hmm. uh, Lord of Shadow. Mm. Like, some of those boss fights, I thought they were fucking great. Yeah. You know, it, it had its problems Lord of Shadow, but when I went to back to Shadow mm-hmm. for the uh, Lord of Shadow, Shadow of the Colossus, <laughs> for the uh, PS3 HD collection I brought from you, I was just like, fuck, this place is like garbage. Mm-hmm. People were, like, saying this is art, and I'm like, I- well... I'll
1: never experience the art.
0: It's kind of like, yeah, exactly. It's like, okay, I went into the gallery, but a dude just punched
1: me right in the dick. (laughs) Just sucker punched me.
0: And I just really couldn't make it to the back to see it. So uh, I left. And people are like, oh, man, you're supposed to work through the dick punch. What's wrong with you? It's one of the best experiences after the dick punch. And
1: you're like, I don't have time for a dick punch. Yeah,
0: I'm like, I I mean, it hurt. (laughs) (laughs) I did love eco. Eco's great Eco resonated with me a lot I really enjoyed Eco. Um and, it, it kind of reminded me of that Prince of Persia game that was really good 2008 Prince of Persia that nobody seems to like hmm. don't know why it was fucking great oh, it wasn't Sands of Time shut the fuck up shut the fuck Where, where's your modern Prince of Persia if Sands of Time's so good
1: God. We, we got a movie with Jake Gyllenhaal that's oh, all we needed.
0: You rat. Right.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, so yeah, so it definitely like hinders um, hinges on a lot of these games, and I think it borrows from the best parts of Shadow in terms of like scale and like the world and the best parts of the platforming from eco and it kind of merges into like this really great experience. It's held back by a lot of things. Yeah, the mechanics aren't always great at time. I think I said mm-hmm. the last episode. The dismounting is horrendous. We're like, I think you saw me try and dismount <laughs> it was stupid. And I like I was like <laughs> yeah. flopping off it. I was like, I'm hitting X uh-huh. to dismount, and like you can even tell what I was doing.
0: There was this one time where you're doing, you look like a tick, like going yeah. <laughs> around his neck, like, what and, and you just,
1: you get lost in like the all the feather folds too. Yeah. So that at times, like I wouldn't say it's as feather bad folds. as people say it is. Like, yeah. the the triangle to jump thing, it feels more natural than it should. I mean, it works for that game. Like triangle X X jumped. has like a different sort of uh, mapping for it. So the mechanics aren't the worst part. And then and you can't remap right. No. No, not that I've even tried to. You might be able to. Thanks Japan. Um, and then the companion system is another thing that people kind of give it shit for because it's like, that's what Project Eco kind of like really prides itself on. Like the companion system between like Eco and Yorda or Agro and Wander. Like mm-hmm. this sort of relationship that you build between these two characters that kind of build a bigger experience and i didn't think it was that bad like i think the r- trico was more responsive than people let on yeah there were some instances where like it was really frustrating because like mm-hmm. about like two hours into the game you get um the ability to issue commands to it whereas initially you kind of just call to it and it'll come your general way trico! and it'll kind of find ways into the room you're at whereas mm-hmm. at the two hour mark you get like commands like you can tell it to jump or tell it to go a particular way teach it to die when you get to the water levels um and sometimes yeah it doesn't always work in your favor but I don't think it. I hit dead ends nearly as much as other people did. I don't know. It just it felt intuitive at times, mm-hmm. um, and I would be in areas like it has trouble the camera. That is, because it's so large, it has trouble, like, scoping to the Trico. So I'd be in an area, and I'd have trouble maybe finding the next solution to a puzzle. But then, naturally, like, the Trico would, like, kind of lead me to it, because I'd be, like, exploring the room where I couldn't see. And then I'm like, oh, that's where I'm supposed to go. So, I don't know. I like the companion system. It's there for a reason. It builds a story. Like, the story isn't just about, like... I don't know the boy's name. It's just about this fucking boy or the Trico. It's about... Fucking tattooed boy. It's about them tattooed escaping this, this nest and this tower together. And it's the, yeah. the experience you build around the way. So I think it was really riveting and really gripping there. I mean, I, I, uh, I definitely want to uh, give it
0: a, a Plunksy, if you will. I don't know. What the fuck? Where did Plunksy come from? I, to-
1: like? I told you, I think you'll you'll play it for a little bit, but I don't think you'll finish it. Or if you do, you'll just be really frustrated and hate it the entire time.
0: Uh, we'll see. I'll so. finish it. I... I I've had some surprises.
1: Yeah. And, you know, great. said there were, like, there are problems with it. I, like, yeah. There are frame rate issues. Like, you're like, oh, the frame rate problems are for, bad. For
0: all its issues, though, I do want to kind of point out that uh, we, we touched on it a little bit earlier uh, in this episode that people want to see it fail mm-hmm. almost. And I think in some regard, I brought up earlier too when I was talking to you, was that I think in a year of No Man's Sky, mm-hmm. people were kind of... A little more guarded, mm-hmm. I would say. Because I think a lot of people are open to that idea of that experience because, like, you know, they the hype cycle, the hype cycle. got into their bones, mm-hmm. you know, like, like the winter cold. And when they finally got it, they nothing but disappointment. And it's just like, what did you really see that you thought wasn't going to, like disappoint you. Yeah. Like, I don't understand how people thought that game was going to land for them in the mm-hmm. same way that they thought it was going to be. And I think after that little mishap happened and then the over promises they looked at this game another Sony exclusive that mm-hmm. had a protracted uh, dev cycle of course longer than No Man's yeah. Sky. And they are just like uh, I'm going to wait and see. And then some some reviews came out I mean IGN get a 7-5. Mm-hmm. And which I don't think is a bad score but I mean I As Jim Sterling once said, that's the lowest possible score IGN will ever give out. (laughs) Interesting. (laughs) But I think some people see that as, like, a death sentence. I'm like, what the fuck? I understand people are like...
1: (laughs) It got a lot of nines otherwise. Exactly. It it did really well. People, like, are hailing it as, like, like, one of their favorite games of the year. And it's, you know, for good reason. Right. Like, there was something about this game where I found myself thinking about it all the time. Where, like, it has this mystique to it. It takes roots in, like, this kind of, like fairy tale, dark fantasy world. You don't know what's happening, and I wanted to know what was going to happen. I like, I'd be at work, and I'm like, I gotta solve the next puzzle. I gotta know what's going to happen. These guys, like, I gotta know what's going on because like, mm-hmm. they throw you into this world, and you don't know why you're there. You don't know where you're going. Like, you're solving puzzles, but you don't really necessarily know the destination. Mm-hmm. You know, you're like, oh, I'm trying to get back to my village, but you don't necessarily know like where you're at and how like long the journey is going to be. So like, I found myself kind of like enthralled by this world, and like, I wanted to uncover it. And as they start giving you the story through like. Little cutscenes, and then they do like this, like cutscene two thirds through the game. That's like really like it shook me, like in a way that like none of the cutscenes like Final Fantasy fifteen did, none of the ones in, like recent like narrative games have. I was like, holy shit, like this. So, is So you say that it's a visual storytelling. It's it's, it's very visual, yeah okay. The, between okay. the the visual story and then like the uh, companion system, like it tells a story that games aren't telling right now, mm-hmm. and I think that's what it borrows from the PS two area. That's brilliant, but it also carried around some of the control issues. But otherwise, like. The music's amazing, the bloom lighting's amazing, the graphics look great. I don't know, it's fucking phenomenal. Like, I can't talk about it enough. Bloom but, lighting? What yeah. at you? I uh, like, no, well, that's kind of what they pride themselves look in, like, at you. little particle effects and bloom lighting. Particle um, effects? This guy's trying to
0: get me all moist.
1: So, yeah. Uh, I'm working on the platinum right now, and it's going to take me some time, because there's a speedrun trophy.
0: Yeah, there's no way in hell that I'm going to platinum that fucking game. I want to. a speedrun
1: trophy. Um, uh,
0: Dave, hey, power to you. I know you like to do that for uh, games. Games. I do, and,
1: you know, I the thing I hate about these ones in particular is there's always a speedrun, whether it was Ico or Shadow of the Colossus. It's like, oh, there's a speedrun trophy. Okay, how am I going to beat that? Eco, pleb. Yeah, whatever, dude. I always fall back on it because I spent so long saying Ico. So to beat this game in under five hours in a, with a mechanic that sometimes doesn't always work in your favor, it's going to be tough. Yeah. But I I'll get it at some point. But, yeah, uh, that's my take on it. Um, it's really great. Play. I'd like to review it at some point, and I want you to play it so we can have more of a I dialogue. Play. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. We so. can have more of a... More of a pit for Pat. Mm -hmm. You be pit, I'll touch
1: your pet. You're going to fucking hate it.
0: Uh, I don't want to. I I certainly don't want to. I would never pick up a game saying, like, oh, I hope I hate this. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You know? Like, if if I end up hating it, it's a waste of time. It's an absolute waste of my time. There's plenty of other fucking games I could be playing right now.
2: Mm -hmm.
0: Um, Right now, I'm playing... uh, I I got back into The Witcher. Mm -hmm. You're always getting
1: back into that. I know.
0: It's sick. But it's so good. It's just, it's so dense. Yeah. You know? It's like a rich chocolate cake you know if you try to sit down and finish the whole fucking thing you're gonna be sick obviously i I feel that way with the witcher where i'm just like if i do like fucking five hours straight i'm just like oh well that's good for a week (laughs) (laughs) like it's just such dense storytelling such granular gameplay that i just need to take it in doses and Mm -hmm. that's and that's tough too because like you know I, i i have this um We've talked about this mindset that you need to keep your momentum in mm-hmm. kind of these open world games. I think it's a lot easier to do the checklist sort of games okay. like Ubisoft does. This game is not a checklist game. No. This game I feels literally coded with the intention that you will not see everything it has to offer. And if you do, it's the only game you played that year. Hmm. That's what The Witcher 3 is to me. But I got the DLC. I can't even play the DLC. I'm not leveled for the fucking DLC, Shit. so I've been working on the main uh, story missions. I actually think I'm getting toward... Kind of the end game in the narrative, and I have ignored some side quests where I'm just like, dude, I, I can't.
1: <laughs> you're just like trying to gun it to the end. Of yeah. This point.
0: I can't be padding this. And you were talking to me too. Uh, you're surprised. You're like, what level? are you? I'm like a twenty five. And you're like, what the fuck? You've been playing for like fifty hours. I'm like, yeah, I know.
1: Yeah, I guess the leveling system's a lot less scaled than I thought. Yeah, it, was. it sucks. It doesn't really. It doesn't go that fast. Mm. It does not.
0: Um, <clears throat> you can pad that out by doing like bounty hunts and sometimes, but sometimes you just run into a fucking wall where you weren't even... Like, it it tells you, like, oh, yeah, it's like a level 20 bounty hunt, and then suddenly you fight this enemy that's like a 38. I'm like, what? You lied. (laughs) You lied, Geralt! (laughs) But I'm enjoying that. I've also... Uh, turned a leaf
1: on Ratchet & Clank. Okay. Yeah, you weren't enjoying it too much.
0: No, because it's a children's game. (laughs) I'm sorry. I'm calling it like it is. Nothing wrong with that. I know everyone's been fucking... Some of uh, my
1: favorite games were kids' games back in the day.
0: Everyone's been blowing their wad in 2016 about this game like it's the second fucking coming, and Mm -hmm. I think a lot of it has to do with the nostalgia factor. I didn't play any Ratchet & Clank before this one, Um, and this is my first kind of induction to the series. Uh, Induction, introduction. And I think... So there's... uh, Every, like, when you start the game, like, the first five hours every fucking three steps you make there's like a, either a cutscene or a character squawking into your goddamn ear captain quark is narrating every goddamn move you do and i'm just like fucking stop it's over stimulus dude mm-hmm. it reminds me of my boss's kid he, he's like a seven-year-old kid but i remember he walked into the office one time and he immediately turned on a fucking xbox threw in a game and then had his ipad going at the same time and had a max volume just fucking like the surround sound blast of different things i'm mm-hmm. like how do you do this and i'm playing this game and just like, going like uh, stop <laughs> like i need to step away you're too loud i don't feel good right now but it, it, it it's found its groove for me like i was playing last night and there's this one mission you do you do the main story mission bah 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 annoying goddamn characters there's a tie into a movie that fucking sucks balls whatever and then they tell you like oh okay well you can go on this other mission and just kind of take your time and i get like this jetpack uh little Dobby going on and I'm like searching for these fucking thessalas brains or some shit. And it was actually cool. Like mm-hmm. I took my time. The game slowed down for a second. Stopped screaming at me every three seconds. I was like, oh this is fun. And it's really well really well polished, but mm-hmm. it feels really good. It looks good. One one thing that I keep on getting from it is that um as far as Insomniac goes, I really want to go back to Sunset Overdrive. I've never beat that one. Mm-hmm. I'm playing this game and I'm seeing a lot of shades of that game in this one. You know, especially when you do some of the the art style or not just the art style, just that that uh, degree of polish. Like Mm. like it it feels really good to play like the play feels fucking great. Um, And I remember Sunset Overdrive had that 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 same little sheen to it. And plus there's like this one segment where you're going around like uh, rail grinding and shit. And I was like, fuck, that was all of Sunset Overdrive. I need to go back to that game. Mm. I still have it, too. It's a. It's downloaded on my Xbox. I literally have to plug in the Xbox. That's, that's I, it hasn't been plugged in in like a month. The
1: biggest chore you could ask yourself to <laughs> do. I today.
0: know that UI's trash. It's slow.
1: Remember when it was good, and it beat out what the Xbox One, the Xbox Three Hundred and Sixty.
0: Yeah, no, no, no. Like it remember. was that was amazing. I know it was. It was great. It was. It was, it was a high time. We, we're going to get into a little
1: Xbox. Okay. Actually, we're going to get into it in three seconds.
0: I think it's time to do some news. Take sir. a sip.
1: We're going to roll into the news. He's drinking a good Shock Top, and here <clears> we go. Ugh. Okay.
0: Number one. Actually, I'm not reading from the computer. Hang on. I'm reading from the phone. I don't know why. It's a little palm pilot. It's brighter. It's brighter. It okay? is. Number one. Earlier this week, Microsoft broke Dragon Kids' hearts the world over by announcing the cancellation of Scalebound. The Xbox One exclusive was being developed by Platinum Games, the studio behind Bayonetta, Vanquish, and Metal Gear Rising Revengeance, just to name some of their good games and not the litany of licensed titles they've explosively shit into the market. Officially announced during Microsoft's presser at E3 2014, Scalebound suffered numerous delays in the three years following. The game's executioner, Microsoft, made the following statement. After careful deliberation." Microsoft Studios has come to the decision to end production for Scalebound. We're working hard to deliver an amazing lineup of games to our fans this year, including Halo Wars 2, Crackdown 3, State of the K2, Sea of Thieves, and other great experiences. Mm. The game's director, Hideki Kamiya, I'm not saying that right, forever may we be in his debt for directing Resident Evil 2, offered his apologies to fans on Twitter, saying, quote, I'm very sorry to everyone who was looking forward to this game. And, quote, Sorry to bring you such bad news at the start of the year. All I can do for you is to promise to keep delivering fun games. Neither Platinum nor Microsoft have offered a tangible reason as to why Scalebound's wings were clipped, but Xbox's own head honcho Phil Spencer responded to a tweet in which a fan bemoaned the cancellation. Phil's response, quote, Difficult decision. We believe result is better for Xbox gamers. Still disappointing. I'm confident in 2017 lineup, that's our focus. So there's a lot to unpack there Mm -hmm. for a second. There's two different camps that we need to talk about. Mm -hmm. Uh, First, let's focus on Platinum Games. Platinum Games, when they got their start, uh, they were a very unique studio in that they wanted to do hardcore action games with a very Japanese aesthetic to them. They gave us Bayonetta, Mm -hmm. which could have been just tepid trash, but actually pulled it off by being almost a better Devil May Cry in some regards. Bayonetta is, is lauded, for sure. And Bayonetta 2, apparently, is even better. But it's on a system that I am not going to even go near with a 10-foot pole attached to a child.
1: Get on the marketplace, I guess.
0: Yeah, there oh. we go. Um, and then they, they've had other other titles. Uh, personally... I enjoy Vanquish. Vanquish was a cool fucking game. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was a cool third-person shooter. You go around, you fucking slide on the floor and stuff. It, it was a weird kind of conceit, but it worked for it. The action was fast-paced. It was good. Steve Blum was your main dude. Hmm. It, it, it's as Japanese as you want to get. Okay? <laughs> that was good. And then there came a turning point. And from what I understand, the head of the studio, about two years in, because they're a fairly recent studio, uh, I mean, they initially gave us Mad World and, and other, again, very niche hardcore yeah. games, and I respected them for that. I was like, this, this, this should be your focus. Like, you need to fill that void in the market, you know? Because they brought this um, kind of AAA mindset to things that otherwise wouldn't get green lighted mm-hmm. in the AAA space that was fucking cool you know because they found the right deals to make shit happen you know with Sega with Bayonetta uh, I think Capcom did Vanquish or that might have been Sega as well whatever <laughs> here nor there uh, but two years into uh, the studio's inception really with uh, Hide- Hideki being like one of their main dudes mm-hmm. the studio had left and then came the license games then came the Legend of Korra game then
1: came Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles <sighs>
0: Then came uh, Transformers: Devastation, which is an okay action game, mm-hmm. but in the greater pantheon of action games, it's pretty mediocre. Okay. Like I played it, and it was the only time I ever wanted to fucking play it. It it pales in comparison to uh, Fall of Cybertron and those. I mean, different genre to a regard, but mm-hmm. still better Transformers experiences. Um, and it was just kind of like it threw in the question, like, what are you guys doing? Are you just trying to pad shit out with paychecks? <laughs> like, what what's happening over there? It seems like and this is kind of like a riding-on-the-wall situation, scale-bound, because I I would assume it's a tumultuous uh, development cycle uh, after delay after delay, and Microsoft had some bullshit statement last year saying that it was supposed to come out in the fall of 2016, and they said they wanted to push it in 2017 because it was an oversaturated uh, uh, time time frame, which I agree with 100%, but at the same time, it's like, really? Is that what's going on? No, obviously not. Uh, So I don't know what's going on behind the scenes. I don't know how much is Microsoft. I don't know how much was Platinum. I don't know what was going on Mm -hmm. behind the scenes. And I don't think anyone's ever going to tell us. And from what I understand, Scalebound is a Microsoft IP. So there's probably zero chance of Platinum Games kind of uh, going back to the drawing board with it. So that's on Platinum Games. side. I don't know what's going on with them. I am hopeful for their future because near uh, Automata...
1: Is fucking great. You played the demo and you raved about it.
0: I still rave about it. I was just like, I, you mixed action and art <laughs> together, and it's <laughs> that's great. really rad. It's a very genre bending game mm-hmm. too. Like it isn't just one thing. Like you go from like fucking uh, bullet hell shooter to hack and sh- hack and slash Devil May Cry to isometric fighter. It was like what the fuck mm. in one demo. It was great. You really need to check that one out. Like I wouldn't sleep on that one. Okay, play it. I, I know it's coming out uh, March, I think, which. I, I support it. I hope that's a turnaround for them. I still have a great feeling that it's going to do as well as uh, maybe Gravity Rush, where people are like, its fans are going to get it and no one else. Because Nier, you got to understand its history, it's it's a fucking spinoff from Drakengard. Fucking oh. obscure PS2 game that got three entries that nobody really gave a shit about, but somehow still got three entries. Didn't know that. <laughs> yeah. And this is a sequel to a game that Platinum didn't even develop. Hmm. It's a weird ecosystem going on here, so I don't know where where that's gonna go. But I, I wish them the best because I think Platinum, um, they have a certain track record. They're half and half right now, buddy. You know, they definitely are half and half. Half the games are fucking brilliant. The other half are like, what are you doing? Yeah. Um. Then there's Microsoft. Microsoft is coming at us with this first party lineup. Uh, obviously, the big cancellation from last year was Fable Legends. They were pushing that hard, and they just fucking oh, put the shotgun yeah, into its mouth. Yeah. yeah, and that's that's a sad situation. And I've heard some rumors that they're... Maybe they're trying to get something off the ground, maybe whether it be Fable 4 or some sort of uh, regathering of what, what the remnants of, of Fable Legends was, I, in some form or fashion. I don't know if Microsoft's doing it or if the studio's trying to do it, Lionhead, or whatever's left of Lionhead, or mm. whatever the fuck. And it, it's a peculiar situation because it's like, okay, so... Halo Five sold kind of soft. At least it had a huge drop off. Mm-hmm. Gears of War Four, I'm not. I'm hearing anecdotal evidence that it's like not doing as hot as it should be, or as it's expected to be. Mm-hmm. I think it's selling well, but for its budget and the amount of uh, team members that were behind it, no, not mm-hmm. good. And then Forza Three is like fucking infallible for some reason. Yeah, <laughs> look, I don't understand. People love that series. Or I'm sorry, I mean, say uh, Forza Horizon Three. Three so for yeah. Forza in general. Um... But it's not a lot to go on, especially in this that little... It doesn't seem like
1: they're surviving on their exclusives, like right. the way that Sony does. Like I think they're surviving more off of like cross-platform games and brand loyalty.
0: Right, and and I, I do want to point out, I think I wrote it on Twitter too, it's not to say that Sony's doing like amazing right now, they've had some weird oh, steps, yeah. PS4 Pro being one of them, and also I think they need to get over this habit of announcing games years before they're even mm-hmm. released, because it's just like, it gives them this goodwill that's undeserved. It's like, okay,
1: fucking awesome,
0: looks good, when's it coming out? We'll let you know.
1: Yeah. Oh. It's going to be like a decade down the line, but we'll get it to you.
0: Okay. And I think I think Xbox was a little, uh, they're wiser to avoid that kind of thing. But in the meantime, it just feels like they're light. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, what's, well, what's going on with you? And maybe they're playing a lot of these cards close to their chest. But as it is that I'm looking at, Halo Wars 2, I could give fuck all about that. Mm-hmm. In fact, I was more excited about that canceled uh, Mega Bloks Halo game than Halo Wars 2. Okay. That's a niche audience right there. Uh, Crackdown Three, Saints Row better. <laughs> sorry, like they you you let that one sleep for far too long. Mm-hmm. In fact, that should have probably been a launch title uh, of Crackdown Three. So I I don't, I don't I don't know who's excited for Crackdown Three now. I'm sorry, I don't know where your audience is because they have gone elsewhere obviously. Uh, State of Decay Two,
1: very niche, yeah, super niche.
0: The people that like it love it. Be but most be I I said the name to you and you're like, what the fuck is that?
1: I've never heard anybody say anything about that game to me. Boom.
0: And that's the problem stated to K2. Sea of Thieves. I can give fuck all about your pirate game. I'm going to be honest with you. That's not going to be your fucking breadwinner right there. That's not your... That, that, nothing about that says AAA going to take over Mindshare for mm-hmm. its entire time frame. No, 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 So what's going on, Microsoft? And somebody even wrote to... Uh, in fact, when they were bemoaning the scale-bound cancellation to Phil Spencer... They're just like, I hope E3 is mind-blowing, dude, because right now it's not looking good. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's a criticism to take to heart. <clears throat> uh, I, what the fuck, Microsoft? And then Scalebound's cancellation. cancellations, just like, so what's going on? How come you can't things, keep things afloat? And what you do actually release, say, for instance, ReCore from mm-hmm. last year? Fucking dud. My guys. It looked
1: cool, but yeah, it didn't do very well. Yeah,
0: my guys, in the 360 generation, you were on top of the game. Yeah. You need to get back in there.
1: You look at, like, any Xbox 360 section in any game store, and it's, like, fucking impressive. It's, like, the biggest (laughs) section.
0: (laughs) And I don't think of myself as a loyalist when it comes to games. Mm -hmm. I go where the games are. Yeah. And, unfortunately for the competition, the games are on PlayStation 4 this generation. Uh, You can make some arguments here and there, absolutely, but for what I look for in games, it's all PS4. Mm -hmm. Xbox has not made a compelling argument. I'm sorry. Your Quantum Breaks and your fucking Gears of War... Half steps are not doing it for me. I need to see that innovation and fucking aggression from the 360 era they they fucking put Sony in a chokehold mm-hmm. for five goddamn years straight from release all the way up until Sony had their big revitalization with uh you know p s plus and mm-hmm. and their first party sports so
1: i I'm just saying guys like it's it's weird to me that their last big move that was really positively received was like the one s.
2: Hmm. Hmm.
0: But even then, I actually read an article. I almost, I almost included to here, where they're saying the sales were pretty fucking excellent for Xbox One S uh, for the last four months of the year. Mm-hmm. I mean, we've even heard that it was out selling was out PS4. Selling, yeah. But one of the junkets that I was reading it from actually put it out there. We're like, well, it <laughs> seems not like that Xbox is taking over, but more so people that already have a PS4 are buying a second system because it's cheap. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, oh, interesting. That's an important perspective to keep too. Not just like, because you you when you hear at like, oh yeah, fucking Xbox One is on top of the sales charts. You need to remember that's not the only system that these consumers are buying. Mm-hmm. Like, the, the, it really is. Could be that second system because yeah. they're just like, oh, I want to see what Halo's up to. Yeah, I mean, a lot of homes
1: have like multiple right. systems. That, like, you have two different ones from two different. I do. Terms, so I do. So.
0: I, I hope there's a huge turnaround. I think when Phil Spencer took over, a lot of people, a lot of people were very excited about that. But uh, I'm not seeing that big change. I'm not seeing that uh, that big forward
1: momentum with Xbox right now. Not in their software, or their games, at least. It's no. really unfortunate because. On software. I mean, I'm not a Microsoft kid by any means, but you know, some of the exclusives that they had were really great. Like I played Fable Two; was awesome. <laughs> and I'm not a big Halo fan, but you know, I hear those games like did a lot for people. So. Yep.
0: Yeah, so you know. And I'm not gonna choose sides at all. Like that doesn't make sense. I would like to see all three—Nintendo, Microsoft, and Sony—fucking mm-hmm. knock it out of the park because there's. You want to see these companies succeed, right? Because that proliferates gaming, and mm-hmm. I am about gaming. Yeah, I don't give a shit about your company. To be honest with you, you can fucking her tomorrow, and I'll still go where gaming is. Mm-hmm. If you're the guy putting that out there, I'll support you. There you go. Number two on the list, Mr. Daniel. Space. Oh, I'm reading it from the fucking laptop again, but okay. that's so it's, it's, it's about right. to die. Huh? Anyway, number two on the list: spacefairs and xeno romancers rejoice. BioWare has announced that Mass Effect Andromeda will release March 21st, 2017. Nice. And you're doing a little jig. I'm doing my aren't you? shepherd dance. I like that. I like your shepherd dance. In a blog post on the official Andromeda site, BioWare's general manager, Aaron Flynn, wrote an open letter to the fans commemorating the journey the development team embarked on to reach this moment. Flynn even detailed a fascinating tradition the developer enacts before the release of every major title. Quote. Over the holiday break, developers at BioWare took home a version of the game in what we call the Holiday Build. This is a long-standing, tradition, uh, a long-standing studio tradition that goes back to the early days of the original Mass Effect. Many load up a PC or console and go home to play as much as possible at their leisure. Coming back from the holiday, the feedback has been great. Getting the endorsement from members of our studio, many of whom played key roles on the original trilogy, was definitely a key factor in helping us lock in on the date. Flynn promises Andromeda will be a richer, deeper experience ready for exploration. Dope. Yeah, that's cool. I'm excited about that. Yeah. Uh, and I think um, EA, or at least Bioware, or probably EA because EA has a final say on publishing rights mm-hmm. and whatnot, uh, Took a, took a cue from Bethesda, which is like, by the way, this game's right around the corner. You know, they, they didn't beat us off for, like, ten years, like, mm-hmm. you know, with Days Gone and Last of Us and all that shit. Like, they yeah. literally just like, by the way, it's coming out spring. And you're like, what?
1: what? Yeah.
0: It's <laughs> fucking awesome.
1: One of the greatest parts of, like, I think it was um E3 2015 was, like, okay, they did the Fallout 4 announcement, and then that fall, mm-hmm. it was there. It was awesome.
0: Right. um My only concern with the game is that they haven't really... Show sure much gameplay? Mm-hmm. Yeah. They haven't blown up gameplay. They haven't really said so like, here's here's a fucking doc for you to watch. Here's different. Here's what's new in the game. Mm-hmm. Here, here's what's gonna go on with the Rider legacy. Here's how the aliens work. Here's a new combat system. Here's a fucking your nomad. Mm-hmm. Uh, what what do you call planet crawler machine thing? And I'm kind of worried about that. I'm worried in that they're not being as transparent as they could be with the game Mm -hmm. and I understand I understand there's a lot of
1: cutscenes and cinematics at this point right
0: and there's something to be said about uh, you know putting a veil of mystery over the title of course trying to keep surprises for for people but I think when it comes to gameplay you don't want to surprise people that way you know at least when it comes to terms of mechanics and I want to see more of that game and I don't know how that game plays because you show me fucking uh, like a minute long snippet of a dude running
1: into a cutscene
0: I'm like ah yeah I
1: haven't seen Chip right but In the least, it'll play, like, you know, an older Mass Effect game, and that'll be cool. Like, if it plays, like, mm-hmm. Mass Effect 3, awesome. Like, that game, awesome. it was it was great for what it was. The cover system, the gunplay, it was all great. Worst case scenario, it doesn't play great. But this close <sighs> to the date,
0: yeah. which uh, at this point would be a little over two months, mm-hmm. why wouldn't you tell us things about the multiplayer? Like, they still yeah. play that close to the chess. Like, why are you fucking hiding
1: that? Are you guys still, like... Developing it? Or yeah, yeah, it? <laughs> yeah,
0: to the midnight hour, you know, the witching hour at this fucking game? Maybe. But, hey... I'm, I want to be optimistic about it. If it's awesome, it's awesome. If it's not, then they'll learn.
1: <laughs> that's not on us. Do you think we have a delay
0: looming over us? Not this close out. Okay. For them to announce a date now, in January, and then drop a delay like that, that's... I mean, it, it shows
1: a vow of confidence for them to be like, it's coming. I think,
0: so. I think so. I think so. I think that that's definitely a level of confidence. In fact, this little blog post sets a level of confidence where the team said, like, it's ready. Yeah. So I'm happy with that. That's all I got to say about that. I got another little item for you. I got two more items. If you don't look at the fucking computer; it's about to die. Um, number three, Yacht Club Games is bringing their trowel tested hero to the Nintendo Switch. Redubbed Shovel Knight Treasure Trove, the 8-bit throwback will include the expansions Plague of Shadows and the upcoming Specter of Torment. Pretty excited about that one, actually. Mm. Adds the subtitle. It also adds the subtitle Shuffle of Hope to the base campaign. Mm. In a very George Lucas-ish move. Lucas-ish. Say that with me. And working in two-player co-op. How about that? Interesting. The new additions to gameplay will be offered up to existing versions of Shovel Knight via free updates, except for the 3DS and Vita version. No price point has been shared as of yet, because if they did, it would be the first Switch game to have a price point.
1: Because
0: mm. I know some people are hoping that it's going to be like 50
1: bucks. Fuck no. It's going to be 60 yeah. It's gonna be sixty, okay? Yeah, because that's where most Wii U games are sitting right now. So exactly. So, but we'll see soon. It'd be crazy if we saw a price point that was even more. Ooh,
0: I don't, I don't, I don't know if they would be bold, yeah. bold enough to do that. Uh, I mean, I feel like that—that's a, an argument to revisit next generation mm-hmm. for sure. Look at higher price points. Yeah, say the next generation consoles. That might be something that's on the cards. Mm-hmm. To be honest with you. Um, but hopefully, with the advent of digital sales, we won't see that kind of push. Hope not. That maybe they maintain at sixty, whereas maybe physical, it's like, oh yeah, by the way, it's sixty-five, and you're like, fuck, hmm, I can just download it. Mm-hmm. And hopefully, the consoles are fast enough and good enough to fork. and yeah. have enough space. They'll
1: I learn... mean, it's cheaper for the publishers and the developers mm-hmm. to put it out on digital. They don't have to worry about packaging. They don't have to worry about hardware, or discs, like any of it. So just... it's right. so less loss on their end.
0: But that was exciting because you let me borrow Shovel Knight.
1: Yeah, I got it um, last week as part of a buy-to-get-one deal that I had the little coupon that was expiring. I was like, I got to check this out because I had been hearing great things about it. Me too. The level design, the music, just the whole retro feel to it. And the fact that it throwbacks to be- being like a retro platformer that like harks on like precision, I'm like, I'm about that.
0: It's fun. Yeah. It is fun. I, I want to dive more into it. Um, I've been in this weird mood with gaming right now. I've been, like, I hopped between, like, ten games last night trying to figure out... Yeah, what, you what's couldn't so find good. a single
1: game to sit, sit on. Like, you played a little bit of that. You played yeah. Overwatch. You played Ratchet & You played fucking Project... Whatever, whatever it's called. Busty Brawlers. Busty Brawlers? <laughs> you <played>
0: Busty Brawlers? <laughs>
2: Some you
0: I'm
1: not doing it this time.
0: Fuck you. <laughs> so, number four.
2: Festival versus...
0: <gasps> number four. Sad news for the PlayStation Nation. Sony is set to shutter UK studio Gorilla Cambridge after 19 years of service. According to a report by GameIndustry.biz, all staff will be regrettably laid off. Hmm. The decision was made in order to execute Sony's quote, strategic objectives, end quote. Sony's obligatory, uh, sorry, Sony's obligatory bullshit statement is as follows quote, whilst we, first of all, whilst, Fucking get your head out of your ass whilst fuck you. You Go Cambridge? Exactly. Whilst we accept that this decision will mean that we risk losing high-caliber staff by focusing on other studios with exciting new projects in development, including continued work on PlayStation VR, we believe we will be in a stronger position going forward and able to offer the best possible content of the highest quality to our players. Again, you might as well just have a fucking gif of a dude jacking off onto my face. That's the same fucking statement. You're fucking, you're, you're fucking ruining lives. Yeah. There you go. That's the official statement. Sorry, motherfuckers. We don't need you. Like, just, I wish you would be more, tra- I wish they would be more transparent. Like, they're not making us money anymore. Or their fucking game, we, they haven't had a hit in ten years. Say something fucking real mm-hmm. to me. They never will, though. Yeah. No. There's a drink talking. Anyway, Guerrilla Cambridge, formerly known as SCEE, Cambridge Studio is responsible for several PlayStation titles, the likes of Medieval, fucking classic, yeah, Killzone bomb. Mercenary, and most recently the PSVR shooter Riggs, Mechanized Combat League. Uh, our hearts go out. I hate hearing this. Yeah, it's I, us. I fucking hate hearing what studios shutter because... Uh, being in game development is like a dream for a lot of people especially me I would love to be a game game and film and then mm-hmm. to hear that it's such a could sometimes be so volatile or end in such a sad way it sucks and I hope everyone at the dude lands on their feet it sounds like they are a bunch of talented motherfuckers mm-hmm. that deserve to, to continue making their art and crafting their, their fucking skills so cheers to you and a drink for you There we go last. boom boom. <sighs> medieval motherfucker. that was so good motherfuckers i know i yeah. need to bring that motherfucker back like do like a ratcheting clank
2: like a kind remaster, of, like, remaster
0: really style cool. oh man i'd be there day one do you hear that sony would be there day one or even
1: do like what they're doing with the crash bandicoot thing like have the skeletons of the old levels and like right. just redesign them in ways that'd right cool. right right make them feel fresh
0: that'd be fine Ugh. i'm just gonna fucking piss on you on that uh by the way daniel i know we're uh getting tight in time but i do have just a few things that are off the record mm-hmm. i'm sorry off the written path here uh, number one, somebody made a. <laughs> so they made a, a playable demo for a canceled version of Resident Evil Four. Cool. Um, it's pretty interesting. It's actually based off the hallucination demo. There was three different like versions of this game before Shinji Mikami came back on board and turned it into the fucking classic that it is now. Mm-hmm. And I w- I will go to bat for that, like day in and day out. Part Four is a fucking that's, classic. That's a masterpiece. I like it, yeah, exactly. Uh, a remasterpiece. Ooh. Ooh-hoo-hoo. So that's cool. You can check that out. Uh, let me find the name of the motherfucker here. A fan by the name of Shugi Works. And I found this on Kotaku, by the way. I don't know why people shit on K- to- Kotaku. You know, no. On I find so many awesome things through them. Exactly. What are you guys expecting? Fuck you. Anyway. I want to hate on things. Right. So that's cool. Uh, the fan game is called Code Madman. It looks pretty cool. And I like anything that digs into uh, RE history, especially um, somebody made like a fan recreation of, or at least finished the code for Resident Evil 1.5, which is the original edition of Part Two. Mm-hmm. I'm super interested in getting my hands on that. I don't do PC, but I wish Capcom would do something official. Yeah, especially with the remaster Part Two, fucking throw that shit in there. Just it, it's history, man. And I think this this industry is really bad about celebrating its history,
2: mm-hmm.
0: or at least archiving it. You know, I think it's so important to archive this work. They just throw it in the fucking, like, as if, like, they were Steven Spielberg back in the 70s. Like, nobody's going to want to see these <laughs> deleted scenes. Throw it in the fucking trash. Like, that's how video game studios treat games. No, put it on it's the so disc. Weird. We want it. We want. Yeah, we're like, we want to see what the yeah. fuck. And another it's thing gorgeous. I got for you, um, my boy... Andrew Reiner, who works at Game Informer, I've been reading him for fucking years. I actually met him once and I got a little shell shocked. I didn't have anything interesting to say. I was like, Oh <sighs> hey man, nice to meet you. I've been reading it. And he's like oh, and he was like, oh, do you listen to me too? And I was like, oh, I'm uh, uh uh I just found out uh, you were so, yeah. saying <laughs> Yeah, I like I don't know what to fucking say to him. I'm like, fuck and then I meet like fucking I think Freddie Pritch Jr. came to the booth once and I was like, Whatever. <laughs> I like your wife. <laughs> fuck. That's what I said. I like your wife. (laughs) Anyway, um, he had an interview. uh, I'm sorry, I should say. He wrote an article called Searching for Half-Life 3. Mm -hmm. You can find it on GameFormer.com. I read it. I want to give it a shout-out. It's pretty fucking cool. He uh, got a hold of an ex-Valve employee and talked about the save of Half-Life 3. Uh, long story short, it doesn't look like it's happening, or at least when he was working there, it didn't look like it was happening. Mm-hmm. Um, and he left in 2014, right? Just about 2014, uh, maybe early 2015. And it seemed like um, <clears throat> he... It's a pretty interesting insight to how the studio viewed the game, and what was going on behind the scenes. And he said that at any given point, uh, just the most development time and most effort put into Half-Life was back when Part 2 was being made. He Mm. says for Part 3... Things tried to get off the ground. At one point, there might have been three different teams of just five people each trying to conceptualize what Half-Life 3 is going to be. Very vastly different takes, but nothing happened. In fact, Gabe came in and was like, nothing's working. Mm. And so I don't think it's a priority focus for him. And The way that the climate is, the studio... It works, functions kind of like Google or something like that mm-hmm. rather than just like, oh, here's Half-Life 3, we should be fucking trying to make this. Like, no, 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 it's like, you work there and they're like, go play, prototype, make something cool, try to make our next big hit, you know? Mm-hmm. And then we'll, if it looks like it's something, we'll get fucking 40 people on top of it. But interesting. that dog pile did not happen for Half-Life 3 and from what he says, it uh, looks like it may never happen and that might be a good thing because how could it ever live up to the expectations of fans? And I want to give you a sad example, Last Guardian. -hmm. You know, like what if that happened? to Half-Life three people see it. They've been waiting for fucking thirteen years for it, and it's like, oh, it's whatever. Yeah, Bioshock's better. You know, so give that give that a look. See, that's our recommendation for reading material this week. Sounds cool. Might check it out. Getting close in time there, guy.
1: We got twenty minutes until the direct. You got anything for me? Uh, got, got a few things here. It's really light on everything I wanted to touch on um first and foremost though i'll just hit on the uh xbox one backwards compatible games because they're always rolling out stuff it's seven really more cool. huh seven more yeah which one uh and this was okay so yeah this is for january and it really bums me out because i see like xbox doing this and i'm wondering if like sony will ever jump on board and do the same probably, probably not. not yeah probably not at this point no it's not worth it um so we got battlefield bad company 2 awesome battlefield three okay mm, i don't really know uh dragon age origins which suck a nut yeah Ghostbusters. Know awesome. Know. That was a cool one.
0: Oh, really? Oh, we got a copy at the office. I'm totally fucking bringing Steel. that home now. Nice. Holy shit. It gives you a reason to
1: dust awesome. off that uh, Xbox. Awesome. That was such a good game. Scrap Metal. Don't really know what that is. Me neither, actually. The Splatters and... Splatters, that's... And Strania.
0: <laughs> it sounds like when I have a cheese omelet. Let me look up this... Uh, Really the What's I the last it one? It
1: looks like it looks like Sriracha. What is it? Strania. Strania never so remember. I'll tap I'll them both and we'll check them out real quick. But no, this is really cool. I like keeping up with these um, and seeing their backwards compatible section. I'm Goro. so excited
0: about Ghostbusters. That was a fucking fantastic game. You know, it played like Gears of War. Oh, that's cool. But you hunt down ghosts, and it, it, it it's essentially Ghostbusters three. Mm-hmm. Like it has the entire full cast. Like not stand-ins. It has Bill Murray, dude. It has Harold Ramis. It has Dan Aykroyd. Okay, you got me? You feel me? Man.
1: So Strania looks cool. Uh, reminiscent of nostalgic arcade games from the nineteen eighties, Xbox Live Arcade delivers an authentic robot shoot 'em up with Strania, incorporating strategic decision making with the exhilarating action that defies the genre, Strania offers a dynamic game system and features dramatic effects plus a catchy soundtrack. Get ready for some hot arcade action as we're bringing back true hard K arcade gameplay. Dragon Age Origins.
0: Why why would you put origins in the title? It makes me think that there's like it's a prequel. Yeah. It's called Dragon Age, motherfucker. <sighs> and then splatter what is this all about this looks weird and then they follow a dragon age 2 and I was so confused yeah I was like what the fuck what, what, origin where's one <laughs> <laughs> did I miss that, that, one? that was your one <laughs> it was one.
2: uh. uh
1: it's so like we're gonna go from overwatch origins editions to years down the line maybe overwatch 2, if it and ever you're like
0: wait a second wait a second <laughs> this doesn't make any
1: sense <laughs> and then uh the Spotters, um another arcade game it's an acrobatic master with a unique death wish to blow themselves up with style in this award-winning action puzzle you unlock and master a variety of stunts to clear out each stage in the most show-stopping way possible it's a messy vibrant show of skill and spot early destruction life short die with style Ooh, yeah. that's a good write-up. Yeah, Drop that was, can learn,
0: um, t- learn a thing or two. But actually, was... yeah,
1: Destructor wrote that right up there. Gave it a 9 out of 10. So that's really cool. Oh, that's sick. Check out those backwards Keep compatible titles if you're cool with Phil Spencer still. And... The game's coming out this week. <laughs> really light until the end of the month. Uh for you weebs, we got Hatsune Miko Project Diva Future Tone. Our buddy Burke is probably gonna get that. Really? He fucking loves
0: that game. Cool. I mean I hey, he's was... disgustingly good at it too. Like, really? we'll put on expert and it's like watching Rain
1: Man go to work. It's fuck? fucking nuts. Hey man, everybody's got their niche thing. <sighs> uh and half these names don't mean anything to me.
0: No, it doesn't actually. Uh, A- Acorn Assault Rodent Revolution. What the fuck?
1: I hope it sounds it plays just like that.
0: Just just make another fucking conquer. Stop wasting our time with right. Acorn Assaults. As um, Divine
1: Hearts, PS3, PS4, Vita. Yeah, it, that it sounds like a Vita actually. game. It's an RPG. Mm. Um, Rainbow Pocket Deluxe Edition for the 3DS. Spheroids?
0: Or is that fucking Hemorrhoids? What is that?
1: No, it's, it's Spheroids. Spheroids, okay. And then Xenorade. Xenorade for the Vita, Vita. of course. Gotcha. Uh, Thursday Archives. the 12th, today actually. Neo Geo Fatal Fury. Cool. Oh. Uh okay. Caldrius Blaze for the Ooh. PC. Don't know what the oh. Life of Black Tiger. Life of Black Tiger.
0: <laughs> be an amazing Black Tiger and he fights human.
1: <laughs> oh, my God. I, just, I, I like that because we were listening to uh, PS I Love You XXO, and they just they ripped on it so hard. It was, like, one of the funniest bits I'd heard in a while.
0: I love that, like, there's another PS I
1: Love You. Like, fucking, you have to add the XXO. No, I mean, everybody knows it is that. Yeah. And then coming out tomorrow, Rise and Shine for PSC Xbox One. Pit People, same. Planet two thousand for the PS4. Jesus Christ. And then Silvio. Silvio. <laughs> oh no. Silvio. Okay, so that's so, it. Uh, Pretty uh, light on the releases. Pick then... of the week is Silvio. <laughs> <laughs> Couldn't recommend it enough. Or Akon Assault uh, Rodent Revolution. We gotta get our we gotta get our dicks to this. And yeah, then something uh, else for me? You wanted me to uh, plug this one real quick? I um, did. I did. End of the year for 2016. We're in a new year, but it comes to the point of retrospect. Uh, we're looking at the top selling PSN games for 2016. Uh-huh. Uh Rocket League topped the charts, which is really crazy. Awesome. Um, I've heard nothing but crazy. Good no clip about did.
0: It. Uh, the, the same way that they did a doc for Doom, they mm-hmm. did an the amazing doc for Rocket League. Cool. So I ch-
1: check that out. No clip on YouTube. No uh, clip. I'll just read off the top ten because it's kind of cool. Battlefield One is number two, which a, a game that came out like. Two months before the year ended, like to, to hit that high in the charts. Yeah, that's cool. Really awesome. Uh Minecraft, PlayStation 4 edition. Whatever. There's a strong base for that. Call of Duty Infinite Warfare comes in at four. Uh mm-hmm. Tom Clancy's the division at five.
0: I like that. I, yeah, like, I like that. It too. I like that it's still it's good.
1: Grand Theft Auto 5. That game Is this digital? It's all digital. Yeah. Okay. So, good. so it's on PSN. I uh, still have yet to get GTA five. I may mean, never at this point.
0: Yeah. I mean if Red Dead 2, like fuck, fuck You at no that point. Yeah. I have no reason.
1: You have like so you have very little brand loyalty to GTA.
0: Back in the PS2 era, man, I fucking swore by it, but mm. I just Part Four just soured me. Okay, All
1: right, we, got, we got Overwatch for number seven. It cool. should be higher. it should be, but you know, I feel like people have it already at this point. Sorry. And maybe a lot of people are buying it physically. Uh, Battlefield Four, cool. No Man's Sky at number nine. I guess people are still intrigued by it. Eh.
2: I mean, you, you got it. I for picked it no up. No reason. And you're like,
1: why did you get it? I was like, well, it was free from my buy to get one. And it's a valid question. But why did you get it? At some point, I want to check it out. Like, you know, after they so many better fix games. it, like, I'll wait. I'll wait until it's at its peak. I, I, I should have been there for you. I yeah. should have been there in that fucking store. Did I you, should have been there for you when uh, you bought it day one. Yeah, I wish I didn't do that. But I learned. Yeah, he did. And then rounding out to 10 is uh, EA Sports FIFA 17. Cool. And at the very bottom... Did I Madden know, not make it? Uh, Madden was number 16. Jesus. I can run nonetheless. on the list. 11 was NBA 2K17. 12 was Need for Speed. 13 was Star Wars Battlefront. Just Battle Need for Fund. Speed? Yeah. I will
0: mention that a lot of these games are appearing on the list. I think it's per unit, not per sale. So uh, Need for Speed, Battlefield 4, mm-hmm. they were like on the $5 sales like fucking crazy yeah. all year. So I think that's very important to mention as well.
1: Yeah, that really factors in the sales. It's yeah. not like total monetary value. Yeah interesting uh rainbow siege six as at 14 battlefield hardline 15 yeah tom clancy rainbow six siege oh you're right yeah i got you bro rainbow six siege number 14 and i'm the one that's drinking that's true (laughs) i get one beer and i get a little like tongue-tied i'm gonna get a third soon so uh battlefield hardline 15 madden 17 Mm -hmm. at 16 elder scrolls skyrim special edition cool awesome
0: i mean i think it's profoundly boring
1: I played it. Yeah, you were ripping on it pretty hard last Pretty fucking hard last It's so boring, and it's like, what? You have to give it credit for what it was, because back in the day, you were really big on it. Sure, I'll give
0: it a lot of credit if I was 21, but right now I'm 26, Mm -hmm.
1: and The Witcher 3 is better. Fair enough. I mean, The the Witcher 3 had... Yeah, hear me, Pete Hines! It it had time to learn from Skyrim. You fucking hear me? (laughs) I'll fight you, Pete Hines! I'll rip your head off and (laughs) pour (laughs) your blood into my mouth. I will become the (laughs) Dovacan! (laughs) <laughs> just a level spike right there in the recording hopefully that doesn't cause some feedback issues yeah it's, it's gonna cause a lot yeah uh 18 uncharted 4 19 last of us remastered glad to see that's still selling and then cool. 20 is final fantasy 15 which is one of my favorites so good shit Or
0: that's for the year though
1: right yeah that's for the year okay, for, twice for digital. um
0: sales. okay cool for the year 15 it literally came out in november so that's awesome to that ranked like that for a jrpg yeah that okay, yeah, but it's also both. Final
1: Fantasy, so I right. I, I think that I has more standing than other JPRs.
0: Arguably, is is the uh, most renowned
1: mm-hmm. RPG series. Oh, okay, you, you can't put that practices. up against put that up against a game like Tales of Asteria and think that like that's gonna sell more. No, Final Fantasy like that's a household name at this exactly. point. Like people are gonna buy
0: that. So. Right, 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 right.
1: So cool. That rounds up sales and releases and exclusives and, and, and threatening Pete Hines. Yeah. Um. So we're gonna take a... We take a
0: break <laughs> yeah we're gonna take a break cool. we're gonna watch the switch fucking reveal i'm probably gonna live tweet it
1: it's already too late for you guys to check that out <laughs> 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 yeah, <right? laughs> but it's fine. But if you have a delorean or a great. time machine do it so tweets are gonna be great depending on our mood the next half uh, you're in for it let me interesting it's the first time we've ever done like a really live break like this cool. right cool we'll see you then All right Kevin, time to switch it up. Bring the news and bring the pain. Oh, no, 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 no.
0: When you when you want to do a switch thing, you're supposed to go <laughs> <laughs> you're supposed to say snap. I just wanted uh, Ignis to come out. That's it. I've got it. I've come up with a new system. A new system. <laughs> oh buddy.
1: Oh! <laughs> Groans <laughs> abound, really. Yeah, I know. I'm I am know.
0: I did not quite expect this. This is quite the Switch. Oh, yeah. The old bait right Switch
1: now. from Nintendo. All
0: right, so the basic rundown, the most important facts that you need to hear from the press conference, whatever the fuck you want it to be.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Price point, 299 in in the Americas. Apparently, mm-hmm. if you're in Europe, you got to ask your doctor how much it costs. <laughs> right. It's a fucking weird thing. It's a weird exchange right um, there. Launches
1: two. March 3rd. March 3rd,
0: 2017.
1: 2017. Boom. Uh Three. You have colored Joy Cons. <laughs> <laughs> That's a major selling point. They're neon colored Joy Cons, so let's not let I, that I, Okay,
0: I love that there's entire bundles where you get a red and a blue uh-huh. Joy Con. rest of the system's fucking gray.
1: <laughs> right? Onyx. It gray. doesn't match the palette at all.
0: What are you doing to me? <laughs> fucking make the whole. Si- oh, whatever. Whatever. I wanted a red fucking Switch. I really did. That'd have been cool. Give it some time.
1: I'm not, though.
0: I'm probably not going to give it Cause, Okay.
1: Because they released, like, I think, uh, Red Wii's at one point. So.
0: They did, and those were badass. Unfortunately, they were Wii's. Um, I need to get your pulse on this right mm-hmm. now. I want to get your pulse on this right now, which is, uh, do you still
1: want one? I do, actually. Okay. For as underwhelmed as I was and for as much of a shit show that right. was. That was a bad presentation. That was bad. And,
0: and not, not bad in, like, the PS4 Pro boring sort of way. Mm-hmm. Bad in the kind of, like, There's... Ubisoft going off script kind of way. Yeah. Where it's
1: like, ugh. I feel doing? like a lot of the third-party support was dropped in, in lieu of tra- bad translation. Yeah. Um, a lot of the messaging was really weird. They addressed a lot of things, but they didn't always address what I needed them to. And then a lot of the cool titles that they announced, like, no sense of a date. Really just kind of cock-teasing around. But, <coughs> but they had all me... Dying.
0: With... Oh, Switch it up to... <laughs> Sorry.
1: They had me with Breath of the Wild. Like, it would have been such a mistake to not release that at launch, and they at least brought that. Yeah, and they beat
0: around the bush. They oh, yeah. had Reggie come out and be like, hey, uh, let me, uh, see what this Nintendo employee's doing. It's oh, look fucking... at Miyamoto, just fucking... Miyamoto, his head rises off of, like, a man's Whoa! lap. <laughs> like, like, he wipes his mouth with the jism. He goes, do you know the date, date, Miyamoto? Oh, I don't know! I just fucking make games. Fuck you. Hey, ask this guy.
1: This, Reggie-son, swish him over. This,
0: this dude who's obviously got a grade over, he's in his 40s, mm. but he has the face of a 12 year old boy <laughs> that comes <laughs> out of the back of his I don't even
1: fucking know.
0: <laughs> Give it back to this weird guy that you have no idea who he is. On stage. Yeah,
1: there, there was a lot of cock teasing there, but when they finally oh, got to like a full gameplay trailer, the the breath oh, of yeah. the Breath of the Wild, like it looks amazing. Like, holy shit. That, that was sort a, of the game I've been waiting that for. That was not for the while.
0: best breath pun that you could have. It took. Your breath away. It took my breath away,
1: first of all. We're going to have some wild times together. <laughs> um, and I don't know, man. That, that that It's got me intrigued. The the world in it, the technology, the sense of adventure, the scale, the platform. Just all of it, man. It's like what I wanted from a Zelda game.
0: I want it. Yeah. I wa- remember I, 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 when we were watching it, I was just like, this looks like a better team eco game.
1: You're like, their abandoned
0: project. Their abandoned project that was supposed to be Last Guardian. <laughs> no, it, it, it looks good. It, I mean, we knew... We knew that was the one to, to look out for. Mm-hmm. Um, and, yeah, it would have been a fucking, just a, just a slobbering mistake not to have that at launch. That, that was my reason to even want to get it at mm-hmm. launch. And now I'm still kind of in the fence. Like, do I want it at launch? Do I not want it at launch? Do I, want to? I, I don't
1: know. Pre-orders uh, for it at GameStop go up tomorrow. Yeah. And I will at least secure one. And if I decide I don't want to actually get it, I'll cancel it. Okay. Um, but tell at least have it there, you know, that'll be good.
0: I feel that. Um, So cause... that's the good That's the good. There's a lot of bad. I mean, it wasn't a dynamic conference because a lot of the games they showed, I was just like – Cool, you're hearkening back to the fucking Wii days. Okay?
1: Yeah, which was what I was hoping they were gonna step away from. Like, right I, the the Wii motion control, like that was such a gimmicky thing that like it was cool for what it was initially, but then I didn't want that anymore. I wanted more core gameplay experiences, and like I thought they were gonna give it to us. It seemed like it, but then they really hard. They come out
0: with this me. game. Was it one two
1: switch? One two switch, where it's like they show like Matthew McConaughey in a fucking duster with a cowboy hat,
0: right, fighting <laughs> some drunk in a. And a
1: gun duel, And they pull these Joy-Cons out of their holsters.
0: I, I started to lose consciousness, and, started did. and I
1: was like, oh, I don't need the um, And they're like, oh, you don't need a TV to play, you just need the screen. And you're like, oh, it's gonna be the perfect icebreaker, we're gonna bring it to parties, and that's not like... Right, like,
0: like, uh, <laughs> like hey, here, grab a hold of my Joy-Con, sweetheart. Like, no. No. <laughs> No, it's not going to happen. Nobody's, this is not going to be a thing, Nintendo. You're not going to mm-hmm. force people to bring in Switches to fucking parties. No. You know? It's not a It's not a bag of weed or, or a Sixer. <laughs> <laughs>
1: They're trying to like,
0: <laughs> like, shut the fuck up with this party atmosphere. I, I mean, know.
1: they had the appeal with the Wii where like, okay, maybe one in five people had a Wii at first. So it's like, okay, everybody come over we'll play this fucking Wii. And it was cool. But they have this idea that it's going to be this on-the-go thing that you bring it everywhere. And it's like, I don't think that's going to happen.
0: The, the the farthest it's gonna go is to the bathroom or on an airplane with yeah.
1: me, okay that's especially, where the switch is going I' switch 300 it 300 bucks like I'm not gonna take chances with that right away
0: right I mean again I, I love the I, I love the basic concept of the system mm-hmm. I, it looks like the Vita realized essentially in my mind which is like console experiences on the go that's fine mm-hmm. that's fine by me they they seem to really nail down the console aspect of the machine during yeah. this whole thing. They weren't even really talking about on the go too much. In fact, they wouldn't even show, um, like, dedicated uh, local multiplayer. They are just like, you could.
1: Mm-hmm. You could do up to 8. Yeah, they showed up to 8 with wireless. And I yeah, like, but they didn't
0: show, like, all right, how's that How's work it working? How, what's going on? They now?
1: showed this weird, like, pictograph of it. And then I'm like, okay, cool. I'm like, okay, I don't know if that's really hitting me in the jollies. So the two big
0: takeaways as far as software goes, mm-hmm. I just want to get out of the way. Uh, Zelda, cool, awesome, of course. We knew that was the one. That's a cornerstone title. Mm -hmm. And then they showed uh, Super Mario Odyssey, which, as odd as it is, pun intended... Looks pretty fucking tight.
1: Yeah, it was a little bizarre at first because you see like Mario roaming around like an open world New York. I'm like, that's cool, but it feels like a place. With normal people. With normal people, yeah.
0: Like, it it reminds me of that Sonic game where you started macking on that normal chick. (laughs) Oh, fuck. Like, is Sonic gonna fight, or sorry, is Mario gonna get down with like a normal normal, uh, Philly up there in the middle of. It's actually called New Donk City.
1: Oh, really? Yeah. Interesting.
0: Yeah, New Donk City. (laughs) Love
1: it. Oh, my God. That's so I don't
0: understand what he's doing. I don't know if he's, like, crossing through, like, dimensions. Yeah, there's got to be, like, <laughs> some sort of
1: arc for that, like, some sort of central story hub that explains why he's it. But it doing looks so it. cool. It and does. They, and they even name drop,
0: oh, sorry, name drop Super Mario Sunshine on stage. Like, mm-hmm. hey, this is, like, the first time we've gone back to style. the style. Like, sort of, like, <gasps>
1: open world, like, yeah. really expansive world. And yeah. I, I respect that, and I'm excited to see what Yeah, they gave me a little stiffy.
0: But that one's not coming out until winter.
1: Yeah. winter or fall fall but winter they said holiday holiday um, so that okay that, that, that's but it looks cool it. it looks like it's going through a so- sort of weird stylistic identity crisis where it's like you have this hyper realized New York and then you have like weird mm-hmm. cities that are like traditional Mario and then weird fantasy play- I felt like there was an area that looked like something straight out of Pikmin I was like what's going on here but, like, gameplay-wise, it looks like a traditional Mario game. looks like a lot of fun. You got Bowser and Peach returning. Bowser's, like, this fucking... He looks like a Gambino in his fucking, like, top hat. Even, <laughs> what the fuck is... <laughs> Yo, Bowser's got some swerve, though. he just got some swerve. You saw that shit? He
0: did. Mm, it's, like, I almost, like, felt like, maybe you should take... Princess yeah you can have her man i'm <laughs> just a plumber at this point i'm
1: still <laughs> kicking in like the gears. Maybe you
0: look like you got the money to take care of this fucking guy's yeah. a plumber he's a plumber that's going into cotton candy lands and all kinds of bullshit you really want to have that stress on you <laughs> not knowing if your husband's gonna make it back because a fucking a chopper rompa <laughs> ate his ass no you don't want that for yourself um so that's than, cool other than that other than that they showed a bunch of like uh jrpgs we don't give a shit about like xenoblade 2 okay cool whatever yeah that's looks know. cool Cool. I, I've never played Xenoblade. I don't know if that really appeals to me. That that seems like that was way more for the Japanese market. Mm-hmm. Um, the other weird
1: one, Arms. Okay, Arms was another one that really hinged like hinged on the whole like motion control thing. Yeah,
0: which I thought we were doing away with motion control. Yeah.
1: Nope. Initially, it showed like this businessman like about to beat up like this like Japanese school schoolgirl, and then it turned into this like right. weird like boxing match.
0: Yeah. Um, uh... And
1: apparently, these are supposed to be like the the new mascots for Nintendo. They said like these are the new characters that we're like excited to showcase. I'm like, what?
0: Yeah, it's not going to happen. Fuck, um,
1: off. Fuck off. So, it, it looks interesting. I'm not going to be that crazy about it. Like, I think I'll play it once or twice if I even happen to have it.
0: Yeah, if it's free. If it's free, yeah. If it's not, I will never get that game. That does not look like a game I want.
1: Yeah. But they, they were showing it, like, you hold the right Joy-Con, in your right hand, left, and the left, and you basically just punch and fight your opponent, and I don't know, I guess like, you can swerve your punches, you can twist, and it reacts accordingly, so... It might be cool for people who are into that sort of gameplay. I'm not. That's not why I'm going to the Switch.
0: Exactly. That's not what I got excited when. Like the initial concept of the Switch, I wasn't excited about. Like, oh shit! I hope they carry over all of the uh, philosophy of the Wii. Mm-hmm. No, no, I wanted them to abandon it. I, yeah. I wanted just a very, just a straight gaming experience. You know, I want to sit down. I want to play a fucking game that it's engrossing, has a Nintendo brand of quality. I don't want to suddenly like, hey, snap off a piece of my controller here and try to battle me in a fucking one-on-one duel, huh? Like, in no. the subway. No, I don't want to do that. No. <laughs> I want to play a video game. Yeah. You know, so that that's why I think uh, they got an uphill battle with the Switch. Mm-hmm. I think it's gonna it's gonna appeal. It's gonna. I don't know if it's a direct land. I think. Uh, I think
1: for the people who are really hard up on like the Wii U, like they'll follow up with this for sure. So the 12 people that have a Wii U and fucking
0: pick up the Switch? That, that is dire, my dude.
1: Yeah, they is. need to get the
0: people that have Xboxes and PS4s mm-hmm. in their house and going like, well, why do I want Nintendo yeah. anymore? I can play Call of Duty, I can play fucking Destiny, I can play all this shit on there. And the Switch won't, is literally promising me that I can't play these next-gen experiences. So why do I need to Switch? At least in an
1: upgraded way.
0: And unfortunately for this uh, presentation, I don't think they answer that question. I do not think they answer that question. But at the same time, from Nintendo's position... Maybe they're not trying to answer that question. I think mm-hmm. for them, it's like, no, we're trying to go casual still, because no. that's the messaging I got. Where it's like, no, 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 we still want the casual audiences. We mm-hmm. still want people to fucking look at this gimmicky, cool thing and look at a new experience and all. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I,
1: yeah, they're going I for guess. casual and they're going for innovative. So like, that's still their arc, and like, I applaud them for committing to it. But it's also it's going to be your downfall. It could be. Um, it
0: it very well could be, um, especially since like it's a device that doesn't, you know. They need to get streaming locked down. They didn't mm-hmm. really talk about that. They didn't talk about, like, if you could do Netflix and Hulu and all that bullshit on it. I, I heard some... There was, like, a social Twitter. media tie-in
1: for Twitter and Instagram right. and stuff like that. And um, eventually
0: and you can do, like, video
1: capture with them. Yeah, eventually.
0: Which was a weird thing. I was like, why is that not locked down at launch? PS4 had that locked down at launch. Mm-hmm. Like, you can capture video with it. So what
1: are yeah, you Yeah, so it's going to be separate on the controls. I think on the right one, you're going to have a home button and on the left one, you're going to have a capture button. Instead of- Initially, you're going to be able to capture pictures, but then eventually you'll be able to do video. And it's like, we already have systems that can do that. Exactly. Like, I can do that on my PS4 controller. Like, why mm-hmm. can't I do that on the Switch? Makes no sense. Um, and then they're talking about, like, the online ecosystem. And I guess, like, there's not much going on with it yet. Um, but they said they're going to kind of give it like a free trial for it at first, and then in the fall they're going to have a subscription, much like PlayStation Plus. Okay. So I was tuning out. Yeah, you know, point. you were really hard in the Twitter space. for I that. really was. Um,
0: S- okay, so at that we'll point, see. like, so we didn't get my certain questions. Are you doing away with the ID system? You know, from from Wii U and Wii. That was not a question that was answered in my mind.
1: Also, mm-hmm. trophies. Yeah, I didn't address that at all. Nope. It seems like. It wasn't important to them.
0: I could fucking bet you my bottom dollar that they're not going to do it once again. And they wouldn't even have an excuse. They'll mm-hmm. just be like, oh, well, we didn't do it the last three times.
1: So, so why do it now? It.
0: Exactly. Yeah. And it's like, no, you this don't it. <laughs> get
1: it. So like, this is our burning ship. We're going to ride it out the way we want.
0: Exactly. So at, at at this point, January 12th, the Switch can go either way.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: I think I think it's going to find some traction. I'm certainly still interested in the machine mm-hmm. for very specific reasons, yeah. But I, I think the longevity is going to hurt. I think, mm. okay, what happens once we get our new Mario and our new Zelda? What's after? Mm-hmm. I don't know if I'm really excited for the future of Switch. Yeah.
1: Because I, I, I'm not thinking that, have, that far. You have to be excited for first-party Nintendo games, and it's like, well, what else is there? You know, and, like,
0: the, and the ecosystem of this, the machine. Mm-hmm. And if already they're telling me, like, oh, we're not really going to catch up with the things that you come to expect yeah. from a, from a
1: or 2017, at 2017 least, console experience. Or at least launch out the gate with it, even. Like, you kind of lose me there. So there's a sense of longevity with, like, the PlayStation ecosystem or even Xbox, which I'm not a part of, but, like, that makes me want to go back to it and keep playing into, like, the next generation of it, whereas, like, this, it's like, yeah, you don't have that, um... Just groans abound. Yeah. Groans abound
0: during this one where I'm just like, you know, you're just being too Nintendo. You really, really, really
1: are. The whole conference reeked of just being too Nintendo. It was gimmicky. It was fun for who? I don't I don't know who was having fun with that. They showcased Splatoon, Splatoon, Splatoon 2, 2 and they had a squid doctor come out and talk about his recent research and how he's made so many strides in s- squid research. Cool,
0: bro. Splatoon 2 looks like a fucking carbon copy of Splatoon. Yeah, I
1: couldn't see any notable Holy difference. Holy shit. But, you Where was that
0: Mario Kart 8 that kept on getting rumored that we were going to get like a new iteration of it. In fact, that you fucking showed gameplay from Yeah during the first reveal. Get,
1: uh, nowhere. I think I already saw something online for it, though. Like and they confirmed... April 28th is supposed to be the date for Mario Kart 8.
0: Why was that at the goddamn yeah, conference? Right? And then, okay, Skyrim got confirmed. Awesome. That's that's cool. It's I'm not excited about that.
1: five-year-old game. I just bought the remaster, like, and it's gonna look best where I bought it. It's not gonna look good on the Wii. It's like you would have impressed me if you said Fallout 4. Mm-hmm. I'm like, really?
0: What can yeah. the Switch do? Now I'm like, oh, I know exactly what the Switch can do. It can do fucking 360 games.
2: What
0: mm-hmm. <laughs> i goddamn... So, uh, again, I, again, I will say, though, and I tweeted it out, and I agree with the, this idea, is that if you go to Nintendo looking for horsepower, it's like going to a nunnery looking for pussy. <laughs> it, it's a good analog. It doesn't make sense. Yeah. Okay. But uh, so You go not, for a different sort of experience. I won't knock them on that, mm-hmm. you know? But at the same time, it's like, okay, cool, five-year-old game. Fuck. Like, what? Show me cool experiences, first mm-hmm. of all. Okay, l- 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 let's do the rundown. You showed me a sequel that looks Mm -hmm. exactly the same as the first game, Splatoon 2. Mm -hmm. You showed me some JRPGs that were bewildering, and also one was titled fucking Project Octopath Traverser? Uh, Traveler. Traveler? Yep. Blue's Traveler and 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 Sunshine Man?
1: Really fucking cool. Like, you had this crazy cast of, like, fantasy-looking characters. It looks like it plays, like, an old-school, like, JRPG, like, much in the line of, like, Final Fantasy tactics, Mm -hmm. even. But then they throw out this bogus name, and it's like, what? Jesus (laughs) Christ. They got that.
0: You it was know. Square, though, right?
1: It was Square, yeah. All
0: right. Sure, Square.
1: And, you <laughs> know, they they announced, like, other things, like, a bunch of Dragon Quest games, Dragon Quest 10 11 Heroes 1 and 2. Um, really cool thought, though, that they're going to be doing a Fire Emblem, like, Warriors type game in the vein of, like, Hyrule Warriors.
0: That one, you know I got a soft spot for
1: Like, Warriors hack and slash games.
0: And, games. And, no, no, no. Like, specifically Warriors Like, like Dynasty games. Warrior games, Yeah. Uh-huh. Right?
1: I played Higher Warriors pretty extensively uh, in the demo space, and then I actually got it for the 3DS, and it's a lot of fun, so I imagine, like, if the controller is optimized for it, it'll be a lot of fun. Um, I also gotta say about the controller, <clears throat> it's so fucking small.
0: It's really miniature, I can, especially, uh, giving that to a kid? Yeah. You thought losing their Wiimotes were bad? These fucking things will be gone. Disappeared. Before 2017 is up, is what I say. And this this leads me to the next problem. Okay. Not really a problem, but just kind of surprising the price point. So they didn't say anything at the conference about this, but they slyly updated like the Nintendo website with some price points. Of course, we know the MSRP for the system is $300, uh, which mm-hmm. I think that's a stiff price point. It's good. <clears throat> I mean, it, it's comparable to what else is out there. Mm-hmm. I think if you really started to think about it, it starts to fall apart where it's like, okay, well, I can get a PS4 for 300 bucks, and they have a, a fantastic online ecosystem, mm-hmm. trophy support, uh, Netflix, it plays Blu-rays, blah, blah, blah. it starts to really fall apart at that point. Mm-hmm. But again, it's new technology. Yeah. So, but, so the Pro Controller, which would be my preferred way of playing games, um, it is $70. Wow and it doesn't even look very good. In fact, if it if if the uh, pro controller for the Wii U is any indicator, it, it's going to be made of pretty shitty plastic.
1: Mm-hmm. Um so it doesn't look doesn't look too
0: no. good. Um hopefully
1: And and 70 is really steep considering how much regular controllers cost for like the PS4 or the Xbox. Like that's sitting at 60 right there. 60. How are you going to like overprice that? 60
0: or 65 if you want some candy colors. Okay, and then you got the Joy-Cons. The Joy-Cons for a set are $80. Mm-hmm.
1: What the fuck? So that is your right and left together, correct? On one,
0: but if you uh, happen to lose one instead of the other, it's fifty bucks for a replacement. And keep in mind that's two different SKUs: a left Joy-Con and a right Joy-Con, totally separate. Um, which might be Ill- ill-conceived when you think about it now, where it's like, fuck, it isn't just one thing. Mm-hmm. I can't just slip in one. But it's like it makes sense because of the positioning of the actual buttons and the sticks. Mm-hmm. But I feel like there could have been a smarter concession to that.
1: There had to have been.
0: But for them, and a business standpoint, the smartest concession was making two different skew points. Where mm-hmm. it's like, if you lose one, okay, 50 bucks. Oh, you lost the other? Another 50 bucks, you fuck.
1: This oh. is where they're making up the money from the 300 price point.
0: I think so, yeah. actually. That's very, yep, I think that's astute. Uh, and then the Joy-Con charging grip, which serves as a third kind of controller mm-hmm. set uh, that charges as you go, okay. is 30 bucks. So it's really just a charger. You lose your dock, $90. Ooh. Ooh, yeah. Holy shit. $90 for that dock. And if you want a Joy-Con wheel for the unannounced Mario Kart <laughs> game, it's $15. Bucks. Okay. 15 bucks for that one.
1: The, so, uh, what is it called? The AC adapter for the...
0: Which is included with the
1: dock. Yeah.
0: As well as an HDMI. Okay. That's the dock set. Comes with the HDMI and AC adapter. Good. Uh, 90
1: bucks. Whew. A lot of hard-to-digest prices right there, especially if you want to have, like, the fullest Nintendo experience with it, which I'm not going to do. I'm going to probably skim by and get the sort of experience I want out of it.
0: I don't know where I'm at right now. I, I, I can't I can't find the pulse on this. I'm excited
1: about the software. Mm-hmm. I the don't, hardware like anything, really. I don't
0: know about the hardware right now, because nothing about it fucking wowed me. It's
1: just like, no. oh, okay. It's more of the same. It underwhelmed me a lot. Yeah. And also, they didn't address a lot of key points they needed with some of the hardware. Like, okay, what's the resolution actually going to be? What's the resolution on the go? They addressed mm-hmm. the chart, the the battery life of, okay, when you take it to go, it's going to be anywhere from 2.5 hours to 6 hours, depending on the game.
0: Depending on the game. so yeah. I heard Zelda, like, the three hours, and you're yeah. done.
1: So. I'm, that's probably going to be, like, one of the largest games they're looking at mm-hmm. in terms of processing mm-hmm. and, you know, storage. Mm-hmm. And then, really,
0: didn't go into how they decide or deciding to carry on with Virtual Console. Mm-hmm. Can I re-download my games? Can I do that? Is there any continuity with that service mm-hmm. whatsoever? Is it even going to be Virtual Console? Exactly. Or are, you, are you launching something else entirely? No, kind okay. of mentioned that. That's important. These because it it's a part of the console. It's not just the hardware. It's it's what the hardware does. And you're just showing me. I can play a fucking gunslinger game.
1: You show me a squid doctor. Like, show me shit that actually matters. Like, I know you're trying to appeal to a certain sort of audience, but w- we're not there. You know. Yeah,
0: and I—it's crazy to me. I'm, I'm, the, I'm seeing people with the hyperbole on here. Mm-hmm. Some of these people are going nuts over this machine, as if this conference was fucking meteoric. And I'm like, no, it no, wasn't. It was very
1: lackluster in comparison. Maybe it was big for Nintendo. I haven't seen a Nintendo Direct in a really long time. But in terms of like. I don't know, um, E3 for you know certain people, or the fucking mm-hmm. PSX, like, those are meteoric conferences, and those are just for games, you know?
0: <laughs> I, I know. You
1: didn't even
0: show me the game cards or the game cartridges, what's going on with that. Yep. It, it just, okay.
1: showed us a lot of interesting possibilities, but still left us with even more questions than we had before. When you expect us to digest this all in two months, you better mm-hmm. start rolling out more descriptions, more product details, like, Give me a compelling reason. You gave me a Breath of the Wild, like you had me Hill Clan Sinker there, but that's not going to sell for everybody.
0: I'm trying to. So I'm looking through the uh, Twitter feed, any mention of Nintendo Switch, see what see what people are saying about this. Yeah, there seems to be general excitement. People are sucking it down. Mm-hmm. Hype is strong right now. I need that cynical bent. I need I need some cynics in here. I need people to be like, all right. Hang on a second.
1: I mean, I feel like we were pretty cynical about it. Most of the people I'm talking to are cynical about it. We watched the kind of funny uh was it the gamescast stream mm-hmm, of it, like the mm-hmm. pregame for it. They were really cynical about it. Even the poster, like, you know. Yeah, dude, what? We had such high expectations for it. I'm just we... looking
0: at there everything's like, "Oh, pre-ordering right now. Oh my god, pre-order right now." It's like, "Jesus Christ, you want it for one game?" Yeah. Or there's two games that kept that entire presentation afloat. Mm-hmm. If they didn't have those two games, it would nobody would want a fucking Switch no. right now. I'm going to tell you that right now. It would
1: be so soft in terms of launching.
0: Oh my god, they'd be like, oh, uh, okay, Splatoon, mm-hmm. I guess. And, oh, oh, wait a second. Fucking Bravely Defaulter Fence mm. Project
1: Blues Traveler. <laughs> fucking hell. Which looks cool, but has the dumbest fucking name. Some fucking name. Uh, oh. I mean... So, yeah. I noticed a lot, of fucking, to... a lot of suits in the audience initially listen to their fucking techno music. Um, I imagine they're like, you know, investors, stockholders. Mm-hmm. What do you think this is going to mean for Nintendo? Do you think this is actually going to help save them, put them in a good profitable direction? Or do you think it's going to put them even further in the
2: hole?
0: Well, beforehand, we saw um, with Super Mario Run, mm-hmm. stocks went up. But after the announcement of the Switch, stocks went down. The shareholders don't believe in Nintendo doing more hardware, especially after the Wii U. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah,
1: they, I saw a lot of disappointed faces from this. Right.
0: Rights. And the 3DS is the only runaway success right now when it comes to their hardware market. But if you compare that to the original DS, it's like a fraction of, it, of its success in sales mm-hmm. numbers. So, uh, yeah, I, I think for the shareholders, they want to see them move in a different direction. And maybe that is just purely software. And I think Nintendo has too much pride. Whoever's in charge right there or whatever group of people Mm -hmm. are butting their heads together right now is that they don't want to get out of the hardware market. They don't want to not have total control of their destiny. Mm -hmm. And I think to an extent that's admirable. And if they can keep that momentum and they can keep the innovation going and keep us interested, awesome. But I don't think... The Switch is 100% the correct answer especially after the failure of the Wii U. I don't think that. I think it's cool, but there's so many Nintendo s- mistakes just fucking laid in this thing. Mm-hmm. Everything we brought up, the the trophy support, the fucking The price points on all the peripherals, how they're fucking uh, uh, all a la carte, Mm -hmm. and a la carte hard. Yeah. Holy shit, dude. I I would expect fucking Joy-Con to be like 20 bucks each. Nope. No. They act like this motherfucker can do your taxes (laughs) and please your wife. I mean, look at how much
1: like Wii motion controllers were. And then you had the nunchuck separately. Like, they piecemeal it out all the time. Jesus Christ. They're trying to, like, nickel and dime you all the ways that they can.
0: And this goes back to the the, the core root of what's wrong with Nintendo. Mm-hmm. Is that they are not a video game company. They are a toy company that decided to get into video games. Mm-hmm. That is their lineage. That is their history. And they continue to operate at that level. And
1: it's fucked. They, they made this point of saying that, like, okay, with the Switch it is, like, 30 years of DNA. And they made all the points of how they've come from where they were to where they are now. And it's just like, yeah, but also you're bringing those mistakes along with you.
0: That's true. (laughs) You're bringing a lot of, like, you need to be able to look at all this fat, essentially, Mm -hmm. and be like, we need to cut this out. Like, that doesn't make sense now. Like, do people really want motion gaming still? Especially, like, we're in this uh, VR-ready future, and you're still clinging the motion controls like they're the hot Mm -hmm. shit. Uh, no, I'm actually perfectly happy playing Zelda Breath of the Wild with no motion controls. Mm-hmm. And that is the by far the most exciting game they showed and had the biggest reaction on Twitter, on all over the internet. Mm-hmm. And as far as I'm aware, there's no motion
1: controls in that game. So I mean, what now, the fuck? I could see there being an option where you split the Joy-Con and you can maybe have some interplay with that.
0: Oh, well, they can suck half an inch past what I'm worth, mm-hmm. if that's the case. But Because yeah, think- they fucked up Skyward Sword in my mind because of that motion control bullshit. That game would have been good, would have been fun, could not play it with that sword goddamn yep. bullshit. Fucking sensor bar wasn't even picking up my slashes. Yeah,
1: it, no, it was a great game, but that really hindered the experience for me. Absolutely. We talk about mechanics in games. That whole game was a riddle of bad mechanics.
0: I'm just, who's asking for this? Who's wanting this? You, you telling me your 3DS is the runaway success? What, where, where's the motion controls in that bastard? But the, it's not there. Why did you do it? Yeah. <laughs> Why did you do it? <laughs> like, it just it makes blows my mind. I
1: feel like the 3DS is innovative in really smart ways. It built mm-hmm. on the DS in a great way. It had the 3D aspect that you can give or take. Like, you don't need it. And otherwise, it's just a great handheld. Mm-hmm. It utilizes the top and bottom screens very smartly. And yeah, that's it. They didn't do anything dumb with it.
0: I just, I think there might be a fine line between uh, this combination machine mm-hmm. and a Frankenstein machine. Where it gets to the point where it's like, dude, you don't need all these nuts and bolts.
1: This is Nintendo's monster.
0: <laughs> What's the dynamic reason to put a touchscreen on there? T- exactly. Yeah, like it Didn't a- work for the Vita. Nobody gave a shit about the fucking touch controls on the back. Mm-hmm. Okay, so why are we doing it for the, the Switch? J- just fucking because? Just because we can? No, just do
1: everything you can who, who, with
0: it. Who's been fucking drumming down the doors for these touch controls? In fact, I think that's like the stupidest part of the three DS. Mm-hmm. I don't want to use a touch control. I don't give a shit. <laughs> I could fucking play it without two
2: screens yeah.
0: very easily. But hey, okay, they don't know. It sold well. Maybe that's part of the re- the, the the recipe of success. I don't know. I don't know. I, I I keep on. The more I think about the Switch, the more I start just breaking apart my mind. Mm-hmm. And all I'm if if I'm true to myself. All I really care about is, there are two things. Mm-hmm. Portable, portable console, console quality games, portable, mm-hmm. and Zelda. <laughs> that's it. That's it. That's all I give a shit about. And I think that's going to be the hook, line, and sinker for a lot of people, and I'm afraid that might happen to me where it's like, uh, give it a year, I'm still playing my PS4 as actively as ever, and there's dust gathering on my Switch. That's my fate. That's
1: a sad fate. That's my or something we were so hyped about like two months ago. Right, and I think that's a very
0: realistic fear.
1: Yeah, in fact, that could happen. Will it happen. I mean, it happens now. We have so many Nintendo consoles lying around that we don't touch. I touch my Wii very intermittently, but yeah, Say it yeah, again? there's t- intermittently. No, 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 before Nintendo consoles. No, 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 many? I,
0: I don't think you got no Wii. You t- you touch your you touch your Wii, huh? <laughs> <laughs> I touch my
1: Wii <laughs> very intermittently. Wii. <laughs> 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 mm. Wii, my little Miyamoto, I call it. Uh, well, we me, we you, huh? <laughs> oh. I, I think this one initially will probably have more play than those ones will for me, um, but th- I think there's going to be a drop-off once there's, like, a gap between games, because it's like, okay, cool, Breath of the Wild comes out in March, and then you're telling me the new Mario game is going to come out in, like, what, October, November, December, maybe? Mm-hmm. That's, like, a fucking seven-month gap right there for me to play Breath of the Wild again and then play 1-2 Switch
0: that's and my, ARMS. And that's like, <laughs> my other concern, too. So I'm, I'm buying a $300 console just so I can play... A very small selection of first-party games.
1: <sighs> I mean, this isn't surprising, because other consoles have done it. Look at what the PS4 launched with. It was a very underwhelming, you know, set of exclusive titles. Yeah. It took me two years to buy it, because I wasn't impressed. That's I knew fair. I was going to get one eventually. That's fair, but... but I in, had to build up a library, then. In
0: two console generations, Nintendo hasn't gotten over that slump. That, that's, I'll give you that. That's fair. Yeah. So that's <coughs> my fear with the Switch. Mm-hmm. I mean, I want to be playing third-party games. that are like, oh, yeah, this is cool. I can't get this elsewhere. Mm-hmm. i don't know
1: i think I the, know. the support from like companies like activision atlas ubisoft it'll be cool right. i'll see where they go with it
0: i need to search my soul mm-hmm. i need to converse with god
1: gotta go to a vision quest atop death mountain
0: in, in fact yes <laughs> i need to suck off a goron mm. It's like chewing on
1: rocks but something like that chewing on rocks and see where I'm feeling. Okay. See where I'm at with this machine. If anything, like, I was watching that conference, and I was like, I really just want to play them. I want to touch my PS4 right now. I want to, like, tuck it into bed with me. I want to, like, <laughs> cuddle a comfort that feels familiar and, and feels like a safe bet, whereas this, like, doesn't feel like a safe bet. And it, it's, it bothers me a little bit, because Nintendo's a brand that I grew up with. It's a brand you grew up with. Yeah. It's beloved for a reason. <clears throat> and the third-party support's so strong, but it's, like, it's it's wavering really hard right now.
0: You know what else I grew up with hmm. and loved and adored? Blockbuster. Oh it's in the fucking ground now. Why? Evolve or die. And that's what I think Nintendo needs to remember.
1: <laughs> Simple as that.
0: That's all I have to say yeah, about Switch. I got, nothing. I got a lot of thoughts about it. <laughs> that's I all like, I got.
1: The internet really said it best in a lot of ways. Yeah. Um, I don't know. It's just tweeting a goddamn storm during that. You week. really were. I oh, gotta yeah. take a, a moment to mention this is Kevin's moment in the sun during the conference. That's true. It's true. So no, what was... what happened? You uh you, uh, I, you I, quoted, Colin I quoted Colin Moriarty. The pride of Long Island. And
0: I watched during the stream <laughs> that he got a little chuckle while he was looking at his phone and suddenly I got a retweet from the guy. <laughs> and I've done it. I collected the whole fucking set, Daniel. <laughs> you got them all. I've, I've gotten you got either, all the amiibos. I've either gotten a like or a retweet from Tim, from Nick, from uh, Greg, and now Colin, and also Kevin. some of their girlfriends, yeah. Kevin as well. Yeah, Kevin. And also Greg's mom.
1: Nice. She seems nice.
0: Yeah, oh, Mrs. oh, Miller, Jamie Kennedy? She's great. She's great. And Aaron. And. No, that's it. Yeah, yeah. That's a collection. But
1: mm-hmm. <laughs> to the knows. whole set. So that was awesome. Because <laughs> we weren't watching yeah, just but... the stream. We were watching like, the kind of funny stream. And just to right. see that moment where it's like, ah, he was a part of that kind of funny history where it's like, yep, yeah, there it is on Colin's face. There he goes.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <So> <laughs> it was like, there I knew go. it
1: was a moment of You didn't even say anything originally. You basically just quoted him. And what, I know. what was the quote?
0: The quote was again the Japanese people
1: know something that I don't know. I can't be having this. And this was when they were talking about octopus whatever <laughs> yeah. travelers. Yeah, cuz
0: like they kept on showing like the titles of the games in Japanese and we're like what the fuck is this? I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> that got some traction. It got 155 likes. Cool shit. That that's the most for me in a while, my friend. Good for you, man. Yeah. I don't know why I'm more I'm not more Twitter famous. I feel like I uh, produce quality content. You're pretty quippy. Yeah, yeah. You put a lot of
1: stuff out there.
0: Yeah, I do put a lot of stuff out there. Just I like, laugh about a lot nobody's of Nobody's fucking and, sharing.
1: And, and you're you're informed a lot of the, the things that you post as well. So, I don't know. Well, thank you for i will like see you on the up and up. You have, I don't know, maybe 200 more up followers up. than I do, but you're doing better legwork at least. You
0: I'm know? trying to put the 200 more followers in there. Yeah. You have 11, right?
1: Yeah. Okay. Gotcha. <clears throat> just checking. Just checking. <laughs> yeah, I always going to keep that number in check. Just checking. Okay,
0: well, that concludes a very very odd mm-hmm. an odyssey if you will uh oh. episode of the save room yeah thank you for listening up until this point sorry it ran no it didn't run too long no, this is probably like around our
1: lower eh, average fuck high. off
0: always complaining about how how fucking long it is uh, but like, I, I i you're
1: still here ain't you <laughs> <laughs> i like it it was a good hybrid episode we had fun yeah. with it and uh, uh we'll be back next week we'll be back next week for
0: episode motherfucking 15 xv we're gonna do next week what we're, what going going do. <laughs>
1: <laughs> we're going to do something very special what are we going to do we're
0: going to suck your cock on air hell yeah I've been Kevin and I'm Daniel and remember to save your fucking games shits can you do that with the switch who knows <laughs> cartridges who knows
1: with the shit <laughs>